Good evening. I hope you are sitting comfortably and that you have steeled yourselves for what you are about to experience. A podcast so directionless, you'll need a map and a guide just to make it through this intro. Should you survive the untamed wilderness of the fog of vaping, the profanity of politics, the gore of gaming, and the ever-twisting and undulating non-sequiturs, then you can say you have proudly navigated and survived your journey inside the minds of the Rambling Vapors. Like, to see you, to see you nice. Yeah, basically example. opening yeah. the show is the hardest thing in the world. Opening and closing are really, really hard because you yeah. ramble on when you close and you're just like, no, close, stop, stop talking, stop talking. And then opening is, well, this is now the opening. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. the great non-event that the opening was. Yeah, well, this is, I always kind of, I, I, I've kind of always tried to start the openings with like, um, I don't know, just really organic chatter. Right. And then I'll kind of say, Welcome back to Rambling Vapors. Uh, this is season two, episode. We had this issue last time. This is the problem. We couldn't remember the the episode number. I want to say this is episode four. How many? Yeah, I think so. But the D and D stuff. <coughs> it doesn't count. Throw, I know, but it throws D&D my head stuff off. Shouldn't yeah. count. It doesn't it count because it hasn't we've, even we've been got released a new, yet. We've got a new so. channel. And oh. uh, yeah, that's the other point. You haven't even fucking released it yet. No, no. So but we've like got. We have, we're going to have a separate channel. So we've got Rambling Capers now. Oh, nice. Uh, dedicated channel. Um, capers. Yeah, rambling capers. Oh, I like it. Yeah, bungles. Bungles, I do. Oh, that's um, good. It's, yeah, it nailed it. It um, sounds awesome. Yeah. I've heard. I'm I'm really jealous so, that I'm not involved, basically. Unfortunately, this isn't rambling capers. This is rambling vapors. No, but you should listen to it when it comes out. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. Way better than this. Um, I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll give a bit more of a detailed update on what's been happening with that and where why it's taken so long uh, towards the end of the show. But... In the interim, welcome back. Welcome back to Rambling Vapors Season 2, and it is goddamn well Episode 4. Um, we got a lot to, to talk about this week. We've got a pretty good show uh, here for you, I believe. So we've got some <laughs> got talk. a great show lined up for you tonight, yeah, guys. We've got, uh, we've got, we've got, we've got I'm excited. We've got a set list of topics. So uh, since we last were on air, we've been to Vape Jam. We've seen a billion lives. Uh, we've tried CBD Liquid. We, I've been to a shitload of gigs, and I legally changed my name. So you know, there's a load of shit to talk mm-hmm, about here. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, not to, I mean, we're not even not even touched on politics. But we'll save that for the second part because well, that's when it's yeah. going to be long winded and chatty. Yeah, yeah. And I want to be kind of upbeat. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, least, I think yeah. we're going to start off like well, because I want to start off with uh, like so. Um, and I should mention that uh, once again, I'm back with my. Long-time cohort, Bungle. Hello. And we have welcomed Mr. Wimpenny back to the show for a second time. Hello, good listener. Now, listener. listener. Yeah, yeah it is listener. Just one guy listening to it on repeat, masturbating yeah. furiously. Yeah. yeah. So like, I, I do it's, wonder. I, do I mean, wonder. I'm here now. So, so. It's, a, it's a question I have wondered because, like, I've had both Yog's po- Yog Pod and... Dan Carlin and Mysterious Universe on in the background while having sex. Dan Carlin? Yeah. Well, no, like okay, so <clears throat> the, like one of the time, you know the one he did about the nu- nuclear, uh, the most recent one. Yeah, that was on, and at one point, we're like it, it was the bit where he's talking about the Walking Dead after Hiroshima. Yeah, and I was just like, nope, 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 no, nope. but that's when, turn it off. but that's when yeah. you should kind of be yeah. like have that kind of like 
fucking on a, a burning Viking longboat type lovemaking where you know that you're all going to die and you might as well just <laughs> fuck it out, right? <laughs> like, I get that. No, I, yeah, maybe that might help. I did, but like the old, like most, <laughs> mostly it just blends into background. I mean, my, like most go master chef is perfect. Master chef, yeah, really? master chef's perfect. Food's horny. Good food. Nigella. Good. Yeah, Nigella. Zero. Yeah, buttery biscuit like, base is not a no. Base Nigella's base. got zero like culinary interest from me, but just yeah, I can see why people like that show. Yeah, definitely, and she is a really fucking cool cook. I'm just a really cool no, 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 no. I'm a foodie, though. I'm a foodie. Yeah, no, so but I she's would. like, she gets, like, chefs to kind of come up and cook her stuff for her, and then she goes to her fake kitchen and invites her fake friends over, and that's what the show is. Like, she was married to, what is it, one of the Starchy and Star... Is it Starchy Starchy? Whoever the hell they got. The, the, the PR people, the advertising people. Yeah, so yeah, They basically gave her a TV show, being like, there you go. And okay. Then, and then she got... He kind of grabbed her throat it very publicly yeah yeah, a, no, uh, yeah, that. and that's, yeah it was, yeah uh, it was a bad 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 times um yeah but um yeah so no, i was saying in terms of what we got to talk about this week we've actually got quite a fair bit <laughs> sorry yeah, oh, we yeah went so, we, so i mean uh, like we brought mr wimpenny back because uh he joined us at vape jam as well which is a really fucking cool day out actually can we start yeah. with can we start by talking to the fan that you met oh elo forest uh i don't i can't remember his name real name but he's on instagram <laughs> as elo forest i mean that was like the coolest yeah okay ever. so that yeah like massive shout out massive shout out to that dude can, he can, kind like, of like, let yeah. me just tell the story right yeah, yeah, so okay. i was late right i was late showing up to it so and i arrived separately oh by the way you have to pay what was it how much did we pay in parking 20 quid 20 pounds just a park there, which was ludicrous. Do you, not, do you not remember that was the same when it was we went to MCM Expo? <laughs> yeah, but I didn't drive then. So yeah, you did. You drove to MCM ah. Expo because I paid the parking. Right, that makes sense. You, I, I you remember that burn. Let me put it that way. God yeah. damn, that was ridiculous. Anyway, so I arrived late, and when you first get there, it's like it's like you're going into like some sort of a theme park, right? Where you're, it's like dark, and there's vape everywhere, oh, and there's mate, loud mate. music, and it's like entering this crazy <clears> club, and it opens up into this. Obviously, the Excel Center that's got like a cloud over the top of it with vapors well, everywhere. The, the how how big was the queue when you came in? It, I, it was pretty big. It was yeah, pretty big. Was, I, wait, I, was, I was in there for like fifteen minutes. We trying to got get in. in the the queue we were in was like one of the very early queues. So it was like rammed in that little corridor, like mm-hmm. literally people shoulder to shoulder. It was uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. at a point, I had to put my own vapor because it's like. I'm getting too much nicotine <laughs> right agree. now. Yeah, definitely, Massively. Definitely. Well, Absolutely. that's why they make they make a point of making announcements throughout the event just saying, make sure you hydrate, make sure you hydrate. Man, massively yeah. all the time. I thought that was really good. Yeah. But yeah, um, so so when I first get but there, But no, right? I was going to say, like, the, the thing that got me about the queue was when you're stood out in the co- concourse and it's like, no vaping, no vaping, but there's just this constant <laughs> cloud coming yeah. out. Yeah. Coming out it's of like <laughs> You might need some fans or something, you know? Or a dehumidifier. Like, it doesn't matter where you are in that concourse. There is just... Hmm. A thin wisp no matter where you go of just this cloud but yeah so i get there and i'm like ah uh, usually usually when i show up at a venue trying to spot kyle is very very easy right because it's like if for those that don't know kyle there's a shaved head and a beard that like would make odin jealous do you know what i mean it's like it's ridiculous so usually in a crowd you can be like oh there's kyle Honestly, yeah. very hard at vape jam. Yeah. <laughs> very hard. Lots of people with shaved heads and massive beards, basically. So, um, but then when we did actually meet you, you were just meeting your fan. Yeah. yeah. And you didn't you sign his mod? Yeah. yeah. 
so we it started off he randomly he didn't i didn't think he recognized us at first but he randomly asked me to build was a he, coil for was him. he was he eyeing you up i'm not sure but he asked no, me because he, he came before you when you went off to meet dave yeah he came up and spoke to myself and asked about if i could build him a coil you are the least threatening of us uh, and there's like i'm not very great at doing it and also these guys here are currently using my kit uh, I was just chatting to the fellow, asking him about his uh, what he's running, wanting the coil for. Coil mm. walks back over, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, this guy might be able to do you a coil." And then yeah, that's when the recognizing happened. The fact, yeah. That so we recognized you were wearing t-shirts. Uh, yeah. Well, no, he actually recognized my Shakugan no Shana tattoo because he follows me on Instagram as well. So he recognized it from that, Aye. and then he, and then it was like, "Oh, twig the the podcast." And- I, I have to say though, as mm. a first fan to ever meet what a cool dude right like a really (laughs) really him and his missus fucking cool dude really chilled like hung with us it was cool man yeah I really liked that guy yeah no uh, he was a really sound guy I I kind of follow him on Instagram as well now just Mm -hmm. like you know mate Sweet. Yeah. What was weird about it was he was like really genuinely pleased to see you guys. And that was like <laughs> that was kind of weird, you know? Like, yeah, it, uh, I'll be honest, it weirded me out. I was I was not expecting anyone to Well it actually, I think it, I think didn't you like, va- didn't you sign his mod? Yeah, yeah. yeah which did. is for me. And it was it was really it was really surreal. And it kinda of, it did like it did weird me out a little bit. I was just like, wow, that's that's really because obviously I then went on later to kind of meet Grim Green because mm. wanted to say thanks for and the shout out he gave fanboyed the- <laughs> and I and I was like that was I'm kind of fanboy <laughs> like, that was the thing that you went from you you switch roles right like yeah. you went from being and, but, like but, the, but what was going through my head at the time is it was really weird for me. It's got to be really weird for this dude. Am I weirding this dude out? Well, Grim Green was like, remember he was saying yeah. that the weirder thing was when he was saying that the reason, yeah, we want to bring it up was because he was talking about how weird it is that he gets people to sign his mod for him. And I think like, bear in mind, I'm not massively into the vaping world. I don't yeah. follow it all the time. Like I vape, I have a good time. I speak to you guys about it. Um, But like, I know who Grim Green is and I can imagine lots of people <laughs> fanboying out and meeting him. So, the the reverse of that in like a microcosm was just I don't know it's it's it, one thing that made me read I really liked about it was how small everything was like your vape celebrities were just normal dudes yeah. right there was no BS everyone was or... really nice really approachable <laughs> so nice <laughs> just so it nice. is just one of the nicest collection of people and the variety of the, people there. the Malaysians yeah can we talk oh, about man, the Malaysians awesome um, what the there's a Shah at um, Master Blend Premium E Juice. They were the guys that I lent my um, <clears throat> coil making kit for, mm-hmm. uh, two even because they'd forgotten a few parts. And uh, in return, they gave me a full range of their testers. Man, he just um, gave you a bag like yeah, a, this huge bag full oh, of mate, fucking was... liquids. But those guys were like legit <laughs> gangster. Like they were like you know the way they. You had done them a solid, and you didn't expect anything back from it. But they had a cat were just like, "Nah, man, like we gotta, you know, pay back this kind of like, you know, as a mark of respect or whatever." And it was just like, man, <laughs> those guys were like the most gangstery, badass, they Malaysian really posse so ever. And they were just, uh, I saw them a few times throughout the day, and they were just like networking and just yeah. being nice dudes to everyone they met. Yeah, like shout out to the shout out to my Malaysian homeboys. Yeah, and the juice is actually really. I've only just started it. 
vaping it today in fact what was the yeah. one what was the name of the one that we just tried that was uh, that was awesome. superstar the one that you guys just tried i've yeah. actually currently got um honeymoon and oh, it was the strawberry one let's have, a, oh, right. let's have a blast that's because those guys were just too nice not to um i mean like i wouldn't want to mess with them wow that's again the mentholation on it it's yeah. really intense but really quite nice yeah Again, I'm, I'm not expecting it on the first hit, so that's I'm, I'm coughing a fair bit at the moment because... What I like about this is that initial hit is like of the... What's the it's Coolada. Coolada, yeah, right? Yeah, the, but the strawberry in there... But the flavour really, 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 really intense. I think, that's, I think that's actually really clever because what I think is happening there is that Coolada is acting as a palate cleanser. Yeah. So when you do the exhale, you're getting a really intense yeah. flavour because it just kind of blasts everything yeah. clear off you and then you get... Shit's legit. It's a really clever, really clever Shit's idea. Legit, yeah, right? I'm, I'm, I've got some Coolada. I might have to experiment around with it a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got this really cool concentrate grape berry ice, which is like grape ice. Really fucking good. Um, one thing, okay. The <laughs> couple of things that pissed me off about it, okay. Go on. Negative, okay. The the girls that the booth babes or whatever they're called. Booth babes, yeah. yeah. Fuck, man. Like, well, uh, to be uh, fair though, that is the same at any I kind know. of convention. I just feel yeah, like you go to any just, show. Like, yeah, that they had. They had pretty girls there that knew their shit yeah, yeah and the yeah. difference was like i'm like bear in mind like most of these guys were like fucking proper neck beardy fucking weirdo dudes you don't need like a crazy hot chick just get like an averagely hot chick that knows what the fuck she's talking about that's yeah. all you yeah. fucking need i mean jesus i didn't see i, I remember that one <coughs> the amsterdam booth the one where they had all the yeah. girls dressed yeah, up in like let's yeah, face yeah, it yeah. pornographic outfits oh, man. man they were oh, yeah. ridiculous I was, I was embarrassed talking to the girl do you know what i mean but it was like yeah. Um, their booth was the least populated, mm. and yeah. why was that? Their juices were amazing. Their juices yeah. were amazing, but there were no one, no, there were loads of people that didn't go to it, and they didn't linger either. And I think it's because yeah. it, like, I personally felt uncomfortable. I don't think it's an uncomfortable thing. I think it's more of an intimidated thing. No, I, I mean, like me personally, I don't <clears> give a fuck. Well, to be fair, to be fair, like you know, I, I, I follow quite a few vape models on Instagram and stuff just because, just from general, like they follow me, so follow back kind mm-hmm. of thing. And um, you know what? Fuck it. See, well, I don't they know. all seem really. See, they, I don't, you know, I, I don't, I don't know anything about models. like the modelling culture of vaping. Is that well, there, a there is a really pro- yeah, there is a really big modelling culture, and yeah, it tends to be predominantly really attractive women. But mm. that's the same for any modelling culture. Oh yeah, uh, and you know what? All these these women they're doing what they want, and mm-hmm. they all seem you know it's not like it's an a, um, a, a really exploitative industry or anything. I think that's so the, I, I think, I think too, yeah, really. I think that's the thing. It's not like they're actually doing pornography. No, right? or you know, maybe. You know, like if they're happy doing what they're doing, then they get free. They get free vape gear and they get paid. Kyle, mm-hmm. fucking yeah. honestly, how many of them have you jacked off to? None. Honest to God, none. No. Okay, all right. Like no, hundred percent not. He, he, I believe him. He's, like yeah, honestly, it's I. I need harder shit than that. Yeah, it's the internet. Age, yeah, man. exactly, man. That's if, it's, if, it it's, weird. if it's not like a, a Brazilian chip on the top of Mount Everest being pounded by a machine, I'm just yeah, not interested. Just, I don't get why like <laughs> there there are TV shows that even bother featuring sex in nowadays. Because yeah, I'm just like, do you know what? Like, I know what sex looks like. <laughs> it's not this. It's, yeah. I mean, just let's just get to the. But I would really like to see a dragon fighting an army. That'll be even better than yeah. the sex scene you put in this story. Because mm. I don't need to see this. You know, there's I'm two clicks away from everything my heart could possibly desire wherever so. you are on your phone as well oh man yeah. you got you i oh, did i'm not who needs to jack off mobily 
Like, who does that? Uh, I can tell you one for definite. James Voss, the <laughs> toilets at Threshers. Wow. I found a... In the toilets at work, like, it's kind of like... one of the, Some of the toilets are, like, big, like, cubicle ones. And, but some of them, <laughs> Sorry, I outed some of them, you, by the way, Some James. of them are, like... They've got shower room in there as well. So you've got the sink and the shower and the toilet in the same room. And I found this pubic hair in the sink. Well, and I'm like... How did you get that little pubic hair? Well, like okay, the so here's a scenario. Like maybe, maybe a guy pulled at work and he's like, shit, need to trim up. <laughs> or <laughs> he likes to feel streamlined when going into meetings. Well, no, no, maybe he pulled. Maybe, like, you know, he's he's date, he's, he's shagging someone. No one is having sex. I, I, actually, <clears throat> do you know what? I take that back. There's, there is a... Uh, there is a couple that are very... They're always in the same room and they're always, like, seen together. And it's but, like... Oof, you say rumors, that, Dave. The room. Kyle doesn't have this issue because of the length of his beard. Mm. But a few of my beard hairs, if they fall out onto my desk at work, it's like that looks suspiciously like a pubic oh, hair. Interesting. So I have mistaken a pubic hair for a a, a beard beard hair for a possibly. Pubic. I'm not saying it's not a pube, but mm. could be beard hair does look a lot like pube hair. Is not there mine. a difference? Mine just looks like. Well, yeah. I, big, uh, well. I mean, if these if my pubes were this length, I'd be worried. You'd have to trim. I uh, yeah. Or I just pee and the whole lot would just soak up. Oh, be... <laughs> that's so wrong. <laughs> It'd be oh. the smelliest, dreaded, dread, just one massive dreadlock pube. Oh, like a oh, spine. Can, can, can we not? Oh, oh. It's like, I have dreads on my head. But, They're very absorbent. Well, to be fair, whenever I shave all my beard off, I have a very small beard. But um, if I shave it all off, <laughs> I find... You have a very small face. No, <laughs> no my chin's enormous. Um, <laughs> when I drink... If if I have completely clean shaven, I find I spill liquid on my on my mouth yeah. because I'm used to the absorbent nature of my face <laughs> just sorting it out for me. See, yeah. I, my, I have the problem now. My beard has literally got to that length where I can't eat cereal. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just can't happen anymore. So it, one of two things happened. I either like lean over the bowl and the beard goes in the bowl like right. it's just I look down and there's just beard milky 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 beard floating around at the top oh, you or, and the whole it just soaks up <laughs> no or I get a spoon and I bring it to and it's impossible to eat cereal without spilling a little Obviously, bit of milk yeah. yeah and it just in the beard and if I've got like cornflakes you know how the cereal this milk goes a little bit sweet because some of the honey comes off mm. it just sticky Sticky beard, sticky patch, sticky patch. And I basically just have to wash my beard after eating cereal every time. Um, I'm glad I don't have those. That is a beard, beard world problems. It is it? beard yeah. world problems. Another issue I have with, with a beard and being a vapour, if you're vaping on a cold day, how wet my tash gets oh, God, is insane. Yeah, it's yeah like, completely. So I've had it, I'm like, it's not raining. Why is there drips of water on my phone screen? It's like, oh, it's coming off my tash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I find that with, especially I have a habit of breathing out through my nose when I'm vaping. Yeah, you um, do get the moisture back. And then I end yeah. up having to wipe my nose constantly like I'm, uh, <coughs> yeah. I don't mind that so much though. Um, yeah, but EGX, I spent about four hours there. I was EGX? Oh, not EGX, vape, sorry. Vape vape jam, jam, right? sorry. Um, yeah, you spent about, I spent about you, four hours. I got my fill in that time. Yeah, I was vaped yeah. out by the time I left, but I felt like it was a good do, mm. and it was it was nice just to see to carry on, basically. Yeah. I think yeah. it, was it, represented, also, also, it represented like the harder core, I would say, of vapors. Well, I don't know, because I, I was seeing people, you know, of all ages, all kind of walks of life there. Um, randomly, I bumped into one of the mates, Colin, who uh, I know from back at the Thresher's days, mm. um, works at the local, I think. No still. way. So you just bumped into him there? That's yeah, awesome. like as we were... In the queue, as, right? Yeah, yeah, as we were coming in, he just kind of was like, Kyle, I'm like... 
<laughs> I didn't even know you were a vapor. Yeah, Jesus. big world. That's yeah. awesome. Um, so yeah, it was re- it was really. Well, cool. there was that one guy. That, remember, we were watching Grim Green talk, and they were talking about. And there was one guy who said at the back that he wasn't really a vapor, <coughs> but he was like, "This shit's exciting. I'm just gonna go." Because what happens with like twelve quid? If you took away, uh, the... yeah, it was a tenner. Yeah, uh, well, so... I pe- I got a VIP ticket, so it was more expensive. Yeah, but that VIP thing was legit. Uh, really yeah, getting well. that next year, oh Hell my yeah. god! Yeah, go 50 VIP. Qu- fifty quid for a VIP ticket, and you get a load of vape gear. Oh my god, I was so jealous when you Same, were like man. bringing out all this stuff out your bag. Like I got this free, and I got this free, and I got this free, and I was like, damn! Like so I should just I, buy I, that. I'm not buy anything. You what know? I got was um, a load of juice, um, a Asmodus Minikin Boost. A bow capsule device plus the bow battery pack plus a load of capsules for the bow, mm-hmm. um, and something else. There was other shit in there as well, but it was legit. I mean, mm-hmm. the mod alone is like seventy five quid, um, and then the bow capsule thing is like another forty quid. I just thought it was a and it was a cool piece of kit as well. It wasn't yeah, like they yeah. were just tokeny putting crap in there. No, it no, doesn't matter yeah, the value. Like it looked like pretty stuff. good stuff, right? They were just filling up the bag with just. Well, yeah, stuff it'd be like companies are basically sponsored the events would like donate this for the VIP tickets. So yeah. I, I really because the only thing is when I bought my ticket, they didn't have any VIP tickets. I was like, oh fuck it, I'll just get a normal one then. Mm-hmm. Week later, Carbiles' ticket and they've released more VIP. Ah, like, come on, fucking assholes. That's bullshit. But, yeah, so I was a bit pissed about that, but. Ne- next year definitely going to go for the VIP route yeah, yeah just as soon as the tickets 100%. are on sale just bam yeah um, um, so uh, yeah that was a really cool thing and uh, segueing out of um, so yeah also, before I like segue out of uh, Vape Jam proper I do want to say a massive shout again to Grim Green it was really cool to meet you um, mad props yeah it was really cool fun talk with him and Ruby Roo uh, I was glad I got to say thanks for the shout out which did mm-hmm. this podcast a world of good yeah. Um, I don't know the guy. Also, like, and, and a reciprocal shout out. Uh, anyone listening to this who wants to hear a bit more of a coherent vape podcast, do check out uh, Culture of Clouds, which is uh, Ruby Ruin, um, Green Green's I've, podcast. I've, I've never heard of the guy. Well, uh, only for you guys talking about him mm. before meeting him. And God damn, what a genuinely <laughs> decent guy he is. Like, I don't think you can get to that level of like being known in the community without being pretty much legit you know it's kind of oh yeah media. i mean the guy's one of the biggest advocates he's such a nice now. guy like he he had so much time for the people that he was talking to oh, yeah. and yeah i think yeah shout out to grim green yeah definitely um so segueing slightly out of vape jam but staying with it a little bit um we while we were there all three of us picked up and tried some cbd liquid mm-hmm. which is a bit of a was the first time about i i heard of it really so. and tried it and uh so for those that don't know cbd is a cannabinoidal liquid um cbd is one of the many many active ingredients within uh cannabis uh most typically people think of thc uh mm. which is the 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 psychoactive the predominant psychoactive uh substance now cbd is less of the psychoactive stuff i, I suppose the best way i can it's, just it's kind of the same molecule but yeah there's a whole bit of it chopped off which is the psychedelic aspect yeah. of it so you what you tend to get and like so cbd is the one like i can vape that and work and do whatever like it just it just chills a little bit it gives you a little bit of an easy going chill it's a really nice top off as well i find if you've been smoking weed and then you just want to vape vaping cbd after smoking weed is <clears throat> Just a really also nice... a lot of the stuff that they talk about when they talk about it is it basically weed for years because it's been illegal they've been trying to breed the most thc possible into it yeah and yeah yeah 
you can see why. Like you can see why that's totally understandable. But the real way that you should be smoking weed generally is is with a decent balance of CBD yeah. in it. You know, and it's uh, it's, it's supposed to take a lot of the paranoia head noise that you get from uh, yeah. smoking too much weed. That's what's nice about getting hold. If like you sometimes you're like, oh, guys, only got bush weed. Mm. But it's like you know what. The problem is that you, being, the, the problem with it is that you're buying it by weight. Yeah. Right? So you, you you know if it's if it's illegal, then you can be like, well, there's really, really strong stuff. You can maybe put some more money on it or at least educate people onto what it is. If you're buying like a twenty bag of a guy on the street, like he just wants to sell you the mad chronic yeah. shit, you know. Um Jaw shock disconnected. Oh, it's gone. Um, so we've got PS4 yeah, on so, the background so watching fail video. I actually, I, so I've been using the CBD liquid. What was the name of the company we got that stuff? Uh, Harmony. Harmony, which was yeah. I'll link to. Um, so we got, uh, we actually got chatting um, mm-hmm. quite a lot to. Sorry, just one second. I think the chatting was also slightly to bypass the fact that we we're just sitting there, just hitting. Absolutely off the, um, came. Like, well, no, I mean, I, I, I was talking. I was talking to the guy, kind of legitimately. Um, <laughs> you know, I was actually like networking to an extent i suppose yeah. but um i mean uh they're really really cool guys yeah. they let us try all all of their shit uh, uh, we, we I, I don't know which i like more i like that orange kush stuff and i, yeah. I bought the what's the other one what did you get i got, I got the, the lemon one. haze no it was the other one there was something um og kush og kush og kush is delicious i wish yeah. it was cheaper just because it's like it's it's just yeah, it, nice to vape. It tasted quite a lot like weed. Yeah. I mean, the with the yeah. lemon haze one, it tastes... I've had lemon haze weed that's tasted a bit like that, mm-hmm. but a bit less lemony, but... Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that stuff. Really I would be. Good. I would be very curious. I mean, like, I, I think... So I was talking to my uh, my missus about the CBD, and she knows a lot more about it than I do because she's currently living in Colorado. Um, and basically, she was talking about how it started off crazy expensive. But as time goes on and more of a market grows for uh, it, it's, it's becoming a lot better to just kind of, you know, a lot cheaper to produce. So these values should go down. I would love to see a CBD nicotine mix. Yeah. That, that, was, awesome. that was the guy's name, Liam, uh, who mm-hmm. I was trying to. Uh, he was the guy from... Whatever uh, they pay that guy like, is a bargain. He was well, he's one, of, he's, uh, he's, one of, he's one of the one of the main guys from Harmony. So um, mm-hmm. if you... He's a social media Yeah, he was a social media guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I... I just, uh, yeah, talking to him. So the only place you can get Harmony e-liquids, or the main place you can get them at the moment in the UK, mm. is through House of Vapes. Mm. Um, I'll play. I'll post a link to uh, it in the description. I also got. I also tried um, stuff, some CBD from another company called EcoVape. Mm-hmm. Um, their stuff's not. I, I prefer the Harmony liquid stuff. The flavor profiles they had on there were just so. By the much way, better. you should also say that none of us really received anything free. Oh yeah, no, of course. No, there the is no. There is no. Been, no, there's, no. There's, there's, there's been com- no. You know, there's no like. Ain't no one paying us. No, no, <laughs> no completely Please not. Please do. No, I, <laughs> I paid forty-five pounds for a ten mil bottle. Exactly yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, so that's the three hundred milligram strengths. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, so I got the strawberry one. You got the lemon. And haze and yeah, you got, got the Kush OG Kush yeah um, and all of really them fantastic it. like yeah. we tried all you were going to get the mango one but they didn't have that they in the 300 have, did yeah, they yeah unfortunately because that was so, really tasty so since then I've actually bought um, CBD supplement things. oh yeah, yeah so I bought 50 milligram ones and I bought 100 milligrams ones I'm basically taking 50 in the after, well morning afternoon and then in the evening I take uh, the 100 gram one 
okay so effects are like it's really hard to judge from yourself right because you're effectively self-medicating and self like trying to find out what's yeah. actually going on for you um so this is all purely anecdotal i find this really nice after i exercise yeah yeah that's one thing i really enjoy about it um sleep i'm sleeping like a baby i'm working a lot and i'm fairly stressed out at work but since using it okay. but this is all like this is so that anecdotal might be really good for me, actually, i i I'd be willing to try it to see. I would say, yeah, exactly. But I would also say, like, there's, yeah. I mean, I need to try this for. Let me let me do the month. Let me do a yeah. full month. Then we'll come back. We talk about it. I'll come off CBD, and then we'll find out how I feel about it then. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. and it, we'll see if there's any push me pull you type vibe on on where, what what it's actually doing. Yeah. Um. The the rumors about what it does and the kind of stuff that's just coming out in 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 medical research now is pretty breathtaking like the anti-inflammatory stuff cool there yeah. is yeah basically it it reduces inflammatory universally right so usually what you would take say is it aspirin or whatever? no ibuprofen ibuprofen sorry penicillin. <laughs> and whatever um yeah no ibuprofen and, and or any uh, yeah. nsaid any kind of anti-inflammatory and this stuff like it's naturally produced you can take it it doesn't get you high it, it just if anything it has a slightly relaxing sensation yeah i'm not even 100 percent sure whether it does or whether that's just in my head well you can buy it as a, i've seen it in tincture form as well mm-hmm. which because um with my other half having problems with her back i was she was taking a shit ton of opiates and i actually started looking into perhaps well rather than well, having i can sympathize with that because i've been but i you know but thankfully with um with ruth um, I mean, she never we never got around to actually doing any stuff the CBD at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has a miraculous condition where she can get off opiates with no issues, and it was insane because I I I've had a problem with opiates. I I it's the pussiest of opiates as well. I was hooked on codeine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, uh, proper codeine mix. That's my mind. Yeah, jam. I was. Oh, I, I tramadol. All and that stuff. I, I tramadol Cody mix. So at one point, I was taking about three hundred milligrams tramadol a day, plus about one hundred and twenty milligrams of codeine yeah. a day. Shit will kill yeah. you, man. That's I was doing it. in excess of like two forty milligrams of codeine a day mm. at my worst, and I was this when I was living up in Durham and working all the time, and then I was like, I got put on it because I have a problem with my knees, and um, the knee. The pain was so excruciating one day. I, I oh, they, went to the doctors and was crying with pain. And he was like, right, take these. Start with just one. If you need more pain relief, take two. Yeah, that's how he... And that's a slippery slope. Boom. And as like that. The first day I, I took one, yeah, that's good. And then I was at work for like a day later. All pain started to kick in. I like, take two. I was floating and I was just like, this is amazing. And from that point, I was just like hooked. And what going back to CBD is like, since I've been using it, I've had no lower back pain, which is something I occasionally get. Right, so that's something. That's. But I don't want to be. I don't want to see see how nervous I am yeah. in saying any of this well, stuff because um, it's like it, it's causation. And correlation. Thing, I mean, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The, I don't know. It, the, I mean, the one thing I found for my lower back is I've been taking glucosamine phosphate and. Uh, high EPA content fish oil, mm. and that's been helping. But uh, oh shit! So yeah, so you, you know the same problem. I've got like these weakened discs or whatever. 
another quality of CBD is supposed to strengthen those. Okay. But that was like a doctor talking on YouTube. Now, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you, like there's a lot of fucking crazy doctors out there. So who yeah, like so with this, there's just not been enough proper in-depth yeah. research done. There's been a lot of small studies and things like that. They've done they've done some big studies, but it's one of those things where it's like you're always with every study you do, like you're looking in towards anything. You have to look into who's paying for the study, no matter mm. what side of the argument it's on. Mm. You've got to go who's paying for the study. Oh yeah, completely. I mean, always. Like with a lot of the anti-vaping stuff, you got to look at, oh, who's funding this? Oh, it traces back to Big Pharma, Big Tobacco, mm-hmm. or other lobbyist groups. Mm-hmm. Or even... Oh, you, you know, look at stuff like backing vaping. Who's paying for the funding? Yes, it's coming from, like, vaping advocates. But it's like, when you've seen, like, the research being done by independent... Like the Royal College of Physicians. Royal yeah. College of Physicians. Um, Cancer Research UK... And places like that, people who aren't don't what, have they don't have a stake in it. But what's weird is they haven't got a dog do in the fight. Remember seeing the headlines of the Royal Society saying the Royal, that. Uh, Royal Society of Physicians. <clears throat> yeah, it did make it did make headlines, but I it was immediately it yeah. was immediately quashed by a million right wing, uh, you know, tabloid newspapers coming out with vaping kill vaping contains formaldehyde. Do you remember the the, the one where the kid? blew up the vape blew up in his hand or something and it basically hadn't he overcharged it into some crazy shit with it and yeah basically the when you hear about people's devices blowing up in their it's hand it's not normally it's not it's, people who are taking care it's, it's people uh, not pra- it basically boils down to battery safety battery safety or you have bought a cheap knockoff which unfortunately does happen i know even, few... even that even then like you'd have to even with the cheapest of chinese mods i think you would still have to work hard to get it to oh, explode yeah, yeah. like maybe a knockoff mech mod that wasn't properly insulated and you yeah. shorted your battery on it mm. that's a potential mm. but then people who are using mechanical mods especially like tube mods yeah should be you know they're for advanced vapors therefore people that do practice battery safety and anyone who you know practices battery safety and is using a cheap knockoff mod that has the potential to short knows what to look for and would not use that device if it yeah. was risky. There's, there's one thing though, like maybe battery safety is something that should be brought up more. I don't know how much of a, well, a, a real threat it is. Like, this, I don't well, know the if thing, it's an the epidemic thing is, of battery Most vapors, most vapors and vape advocates will advocate for battery safety yeah you know you it, you'd be hard pressed but, to find a review on youtube about a mechanical mod that does not preface or suffix with a little piece on battery safety mm. yeah when I mean, we did a pretty much we an did a whole episode, episode on, on battery safety <clears throat> a while back um, yeah, I, do you know what you know, I, I, I don't know much about it so the bait i mean you can sum that you can sum it up into some real succinct points succinct points anyone wants to hear us ramble on it in depth go back and listen to that episode it's actually a pretty decent ramble mm. uh but to sum it up in its most succinct things that you should the the, the key things you should look after look for in battery safety are well-maintained batteries so you don't want the battery wraps to be torn you don't want any part of the actual metal of the battery exposed apart from the very negative and the very positive yeah, tips yeah. makes sense um the next thing is storage you don't want to keep batteries loose in your pocket with keys. Always keep <clears throat> batteries you're carrying around with you in some kind of protection, be like, it one of the silicon like sleeves this. like that. 
for example. Yeah. Yep. Or uh, which I picked up at Vape Jam. Or a hard battery case, if you, mm. if you which you can get for multiple yeah, batteries. Yeah. Like this. Yeah, which I actually want to invest in, which looks very. very I've got good. one you can have. Oh, okay. oh yeah, I've got spares. Awesome. I've got yeah. loads. Um, so yeah, uh, then the next thing is knowing your battery limits, and this is where you need to be a little bit more. You need a little bit more kind of actual knowledge as opposed to just common sense. Mm. So, for the most part, if you're using a average sub ohm tank with a single dual eighteen six fifty mech mod, uh, uh, regulated mod. The main thing you need to do is just buy a good quality battery. So an LG, a Samsung, a mm. um, Sony, the three brands that I would always recommend yeah. top, LG HE4s, LG HE2s, uh, Samsung 25Rs, sorry, uh, yeah, Samsung 25R, Samsung 20R, um, and the Samsung 30Q. We are not sponsored by Samsung. No, though. and also the Sony... <laughs> hey, v- the you can't Sony- go wrong with the OG Poos. Oh, yeah, I've got those as well. The, so um, the v- Sony VCT5, VCT5A, VCT4. Um, and what's the difference between these? The, the, the main difference between them all is amperage uh, draw limit. Like so the limits that they can uh, of amps that the battery can supply without going into an unstable, potentially venting scenario, <laughs> and um, and this is where you need to know your battery safety, especially when using mechanical modes, and also capacity. So, for example, in my uh, in this mechanical mod uh, that I've got here, right, right here, I'm running a point a zero point one ohm build, which is on the lower side of low. Uh, but I am using a Sony VCT5A battery, which has a 2500 mile capacity and has an upward l- amp limit draw of 30 amps. But don't you find that this sort of stuff that we're talking about now, you don't stumble into that. No, right? but the like... thing is, this is what I'm getting at. As long as you buy a good quality battery, right. then you don't then have you an don't, issue. You don't need to know that unless you're using mm-hmm. a mechanical mod. Mm-hmm. And if you are using a mechanical mod, you should be taking the time out to learn these things because they're integral to the safety of using one. That's one thing I found, like, there was... I vape because I enjoy vaping, but also because I, I don't want to smoke. Right, That's why I vape. Right, so it's way and, straightforward. I'm and there are user. so many, so many safe, yep. easy alternative and uh, the, and ways to do that. Usually, the most convenient. Yes, completely. Right, like a mech mod is not a convenient no. thing in any way, shape, or form. No. I have, uh, you I know, have two mech mods. Um, I use them occasionally, but they tend to be more my sort of backup in my bag in case I have any problems with my rig. Mm. Um, mainly for two reasons: is like, even though I. All the cores I've built for them, I built, designed purely for the fact in mind of the ba- knowing the batteries I use with them, and knowing that the amp draw is not going to be too high on the coil. Yeah. Even then, I'm still fearful because I'm a dunce mm. when it comes to ohms law. I well, mean, I've read up on it and all that shit, and I've made sure everything's within safe limits, but I still have that fear in my head. Well, but I, I will. I I have built below point one ohm on a single eighteen six fifty before, but I've been stupid careful with it when I have mm. and the lowest I've gone on a single is 0.09 ohms um, most of the time if I go below 0.1 I use it on a dual parallel mechanical mod mm-hmm. so you've got the draw limit of two batteries yeah. combined even so okay I built my first um, staple staggered fuse collapse in the other day 
uh, which was is, I'll show you. I've got I've got okay. I've still got them. Uh, but it's really intricate coil which comes out of very low ohms. And because of the nature of the wire that I use for this particular one, uh, a dual coil setup uh, which uh, came out to zero point zero six ohms. Hmm. I used that in a triple parallel re- unregulated mod, the twisted triple by uh, twisted four twenty and Motofo. Because you've got the draw limit of three batteries there, so you've got that that that's a safe. I wouldn't go any lower than that with three batteries. Anything lower than that, I'd want four. Like so, going down to zero point zero five, I'd want at just least plug four. It straight into the mains. Just... <laughs> but, um, so you know, there are there are fuse, ways yeah. to, there are ways to build low safely. But you again, you need to be incredibly mindful and know that you're using good quality batteries. Yeah. Um. Mm. So yeah, that that's that's battery safety in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Like. Most people that just want to give up smoking use a regulated device, and then all the main thing you really need to know is buy good quality batteries. And Battery Mooch, um, his post always lists the top batteries. Yeah, with their battery. He tests. Yeah, he tests. Or he tests all the batteries he can get his hands on. Mm. He does God's work. Um, <laughs> uh, but he and he publishes what the so because the big problem you have is a lot of manufacturers they lie about the ratings of their batteries they over exaggerate so they'll say it's like 60 amp draw with 2500 miles no battery like 18650 exists within the planet like that um but so he tests them and get, tells you what their actual ratings are so he'll have the manufacturer rating, the mooch rating, and the recommended vaping amps <clears throat> and so on. It, they're really well, that's good. That's pretty review. cool. Yeah, yeah, he's really fucking, <clears throat> really, like I say, doing doing good work. Yeah. And his information is easily accessible. It the There is a, a high-level overview there, so you don't have to go into all the really technical jargon. You can just go onto there and see, these are the batteries that he recommends, these are the ones I should buy. Mm. Once again, we'll put a link in there. Oh, I, 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 I do. Um, I will, I'll, in fact, actually, we have two pages now, uh, a page for UK and US advocacy on our site. Um, I'm going to create a thir- another page on there for vape info as well. Um, Vimpo. 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 When are we talking about the documentary? Um, well, I was actually going to come on to. I was actually going to come on to that now. So, in terms of, I was going to ask, can we do that in the second half? Because I need a piss. Uh, um, uh, how long have we been going? We've been going for forty minutes. So yeah, actually, we yeah. can take a break. How long? How long are the bits? Well, the opening bit's normally a bit shorter, and then the middle bit goes on for several hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, brace yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So Brace when we come back, fools. when we come back, uh, the second half of the show, we're going to talk uh, a billion lives because we've all literally just watched it before this. I'm uh, so I'm fucking hyped as fuck yeah. about talking about it. Yeah, it's a great, yeah. it's a great documentary. So I've seen it twice now. Um, but yeah, we'll go into some details about it as soon as we come back from the break. Um, we've also got um, other bits and pieces to talk about. So um, we'll come on, we'll come on to them all. So we've got, you know, we've all been doing things, and I will talk about my name change. I'm I'm legitimately Nero now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so we'll be back in about uh, a few minutes, actually. Um, and as for music for this episode, I've still not pulled what my finger it? out and sorted out anything new. Right. So um, I will have a think during the break and see what I come up with. Um, in the break, why don't you write a nasty comment while you masturbate to the podcast on some sort of review site for the website? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah I mean uh, that's fine. Uh, well, nice. I mean iTunes reviews are always iTunes good. iTunes reviews, yeah. 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 
Even if you also, don't listen to us through iTunes, give us a review also, on there. Yeah, also, we have, like, uh, contrary to our outro that we'll be playing on this, we do actually have a, a, another email address. Uh, the uh, ramblingbabies at gmail.com is still valid, but now you can get in touch with us at... Um, uh, you can contact me at Nero at ramblingvapors.com mm. or you can contact, and that's Nero with a zero, just to be awkward. Um, <laughs> uh, or you can get Bungle at Bungle at ramblingvapors.com. Um, I want a Rambling Vapors uh, email address. Bungle doesn't really have one, it's just an alias on the, the other one. Ugh. Yeah, boy. Ugh. I'll come back and do some more. <clears throat> yeah, that can get legit. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to pay for two email accounts because it's not cheap. That's the third time I've said legit in this podcast. I I say so many words so many times. (laughs) Wow. Because that's what talking Well done. (laughs) Use your words, Kyle. Use your words. Me do say lot of words many times. I do many words when I do talk. I have many words a minute, man. And on that note, we'll see you shortly. The really offensive note, you mean? Yeah. (laughs) As always.
Are you ready to rock? Uh, yes, so we're back. Good. <clears throat> um, I didn't decide on what music I was going to play, so it's going to be a surprise, but whatever it is will be in the show notes, so uh, enjoy it. it. Enjoy. I really love music. that one. Yeah, it's, it's a great yeah, track. It's a great track. Classic. Great track. Um, ages. I'll probably I'll try and sort something out in the interim. And the same goes for the second break. I'm so unprepared. I like the widdly widdly bit. Yeah. I like the watch. I'm gonna put some drum bass in there. <laughs> I, mean, oh, I, dude, I, like I, I was literally about to say kick snare, kick snare. Yeah. The thing is, I was gonna say I really loved it when it just dropped and it was like wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's just cover all the bases. I really like the vocals. Yeah. I love that it was an instrumental. Yeah, that, that, really that jazz breakdown, the oh, final I mean, third. And the inspired. classical piano is just so yeah. well crafted. And to think that you could fit that in with 90s dance vocals is something. I know, I mean... And, and flying high to and the sky, just that, that little, so that, little that little segment that was just, you know, a fucking 200 BPM speed core. <laughs> was out came out of nowhere. And the fact that that was all being played by the drummer of Rush live as well was <laughs> insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can never live up to that. Uh, whatever oh. I do man oh man I went to a I went to a covers band night the other week okay. that's when you kept band? saying hey anyone fancy coming to this yeah. everyone's like radio silence so, yeah you know, so so there were there was Led Zeppelin followed by Nirvana followed by Daft Punk so no oh, what, what, what were the names yeah, what was like the what were the cover band names Dave I oh, fuck I can't remember they were terrible Zed bands, whatever they were yeah like Nirvana <laughs> so the reason why I was going was to go and see Led Zeppelin play right because like I've seen um Pink Floyd cover bands, bands, and they've been like amazing. Like Flick so, Floyd, yeah. Like I was just like, so it's got to be, you know, Led Zeppelin. They're fucking badass. It's gonna be fucking. It's gonna be awesome. When I was ordering food, the venue owner was just like, I went to him. Ah, oh, so how's the? Uh, they had like a food store there. I said to him, how how much? Uh, how how good are they? Are they any good? And he goes, mm. I was just like, what what do you mean by that? And he goes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like you're the fucking promoter and you're going mm about them they came out and it was just like it made you realise how fucking awesome Leb Zeppelin were when you yeah. see complete fucking idiots play it it was it was it was upsetting so I was there with this guy called Stu who's an amazing drummer yeah um, and he was basically watching it going like with his musical head on and was going yeah, their rhythm section doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Like they were completely out every single time. They like leaving the singer hanging, leaving the guitarist sounding weird. It was just like <laughs> the, the worst. The next band on, like if, if I had, if I'd paid for it, I would have booed. Right, they were that bad. The next band came on, Nirvana. Okay, <clears throat> and the band came out. And we're like, we're not really the Nirvana cover band. We're just doing the venue guys a favor, and we're gonna do Nirvana tracks tonight or whatever. And Okay, at that point, at that moment, what happens next? It sucks. It sucks, right? They, no. They're fucking awful. No, they were fucking amazing. They were so fucking good. <laughs> it was like their rhythm section could turn goat piss into gasoline. Like they were just fucking so good. And I forgot how awesome Nirvana were. And it was, it was, it was well worth it, man. Like they were amazing. It saved my evening, but... Yeah, God knows why I went on that little rant there, but um, <laughs> no, was that, yeah. the, that was at MK11, wasn't it? Uh huh. Great mm. venue. See, what I love about that place has a vape shop in the you venue. Vape inside. Everyone's fucking cool as shit. Yeah, and the, it's a great the, venue. I can't don't can't remember the guy's name when I was there because we went there to see Cut Capers mm-hmm. uh, when Susanna was here. Yeah, uh, ginger guy who works there. Nah. Oh, I was just fucking rambling shit at him, drunk <laughs> as a. Fuck. Yeah, I was wasted that night. I was so hammered, man. Dude, I drank like, I think three or four cans of that Elvis juice at yours before we even left. Yeah. It was like, mmm, too much. Yeah, I think 
I think, yeah, actually, I won't make that joke. I, I, I realize, come to a realization, I find it harder and harder to get drunk. Really? Like, as in, I can't, uh, I'm like, get me high, please. Yeah. I, I <clears throat> like, got... the, there's a point for me where now I'm just like, I, I really enjoy alcohol in terms of, like, I like the taste, I like good beer, I like good wine, I like good gin. And there's a point where it stops becoming about the flavor of the alcohol, and I'm just like, oh, why am I doing this? I have a problem where I find to have a really, really good night out nowadays, I don't remember my really, really good night out. Well, this is the spoils problem. spoils the is, fucking point, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, this is my... So I went out and had a fucking blinder of an evening with a couple of guys from work. Mm -hmm. I remember none of it. So <clears throat> we started off in the... Uh, like, me, me and Chris were here. We were, we were, uh, so yeah, I'm not going to go like, cause we were enhanced, shall we say, <laughs> in the right. evening, um, with, uh, yeah, 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 um, yeah, so we were, it was an enhanced evening. Um, we started here, um, and, uh, dude had a bottle of Coke that was like that much Coke and just whiskey. Oh, I hate those savages. Uh, so we, we were like drinking that, that all the way into town where we went to uh, the Regal. This is to give you an idea of the night. <sighs> to start the Regal to meet up with someone, we bumped into one of the other lads who um, was there. And this is a work night thing. So we, everyone was meeting at Revs Oh, yeah, at it eight. sounds like a stereotypical work night. Everyone yeah. was meeting at Revs at eight. We rack up at Revs. And um, the next thing, like, I remember Chris getting his nipples out for some photos. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say any names, but yeah, that was, was fine. Um, yeah, so he got his nipples out. And then as we, like, I remember very patchy bits. We had several cocktails. As we were leaving, the I believe she's the PA to the CEO, was coming back with a tray of the, you know, the the shoot the flavoured shooters you get in Revs, was coming back with a tray of those for all the late lasses at finance. We literally stopped her necked the tray and left oh how do you still work i mean i don't remember any of this this is one of the fucking let me tell you the rest of the story so we we left from there to go to martin's because <clears throat> you know martin's gonna love us martin yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah the okay. blue moon uh, you know so martin's gonna fucking love us oh, yeah it? well on the guys. way there i i just crunk into a shop doorway and it takes them an hour to get me back onto my feet again <laughs> better go to my friend's bar and now we now we turn we turn that shop doorway in um so we go we get there um they dump me in the toilet uh, go get drinks martin comes and comes just happens into the toilet and sees me sat in there he's like Hey, dude, you're right. We have a greeting and everything. And Are I'm, you oh, slumped over the toilet at this stage? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and we have, and he brings me out to the bar. And about, I sit down. My mates bring me a drink. I start coming back to myself. I'm, I, Becky BLT's there, um, and I apparently was really pleasant chatting to her for a while. You know, had, we had, you know, had a really nice chat. She was really, really nice. Seat. Then I went up to Martin at the bar. I was like, "Dude, I've not seen you for ages." Despite him just having, <laughs> and I'm, I, I don't remember uh... what I said. His, oh, his bar is a dangerous place. Like, I remember. I remember. I like, woke. I, I drank. One I, of my workmates. As soon as he realised I knew the barman, like he kept wandering behind the bar and then wandering back. I'm just like, oh, dude. I had like uh, I, I, I got drunk there a few. Obviously, was that the night that I ended up having to look after you? I, there was. I woke up wearing cowboy boots, sitting in a chair, and I was just like, why the fuck? Yes. Am I, I don't own cowboy boots. <laughs> why am I wearing I cowboy boots? <laughs> 
Believe- Martin made me wear them and made me, and I was stomp. I had vague memories of stomping around the bar, like with the, you know, the really loud heels. Well, I can only imagine night- what that must have looked like for anyone else in the bar. Like, was that the night you drew Sophie on your stomach? Might have been because <laughs> was. An- I remember another night we were there. Me, Ruth, and you were there. I think everyone else had been there earlier and gone. Just we we're just the three left, and you were. Drinking everything. You were supposed to go back to Kyle's to sleep that <laughs> yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we ended up, we booked you a taxi. You're outside, absolutely fucking wangalang. You're like, oh, Dave, your taxi's here. It's like, oh, that's not my taxi. It's Dave. We got you a taxi. There's your taxi. You go up to the taxi. <laughs> Ask, who are you for, mate? David. And you turn around and go, David. <laughs> David, your cab is here. David uh, and like no Dave see. you are David it is your cab it's like where are you going mate I'm going to the was it Wagon and Horses pub just there uh, Lion, and Lamb. Lion and Lamb in Milton it's like yeah Dave that is definitely your cab no it's not it's for David Dave it's your fucking cab so you are when, David see, this is stuff like this that when you start to de- get enough of these fucking but stories what, man what gets better is like eventually the guy's like you know no I'm, I'm just gonna go it's like Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Because you, you were not getting that cab because it was not your cab. Yeah. So we take you back I'm not going to steal someone else's cab. You know what I mean? We, we give you some water. You sort of... I, yeah, drinking, man. Like, I have really good times drinking. And I also do like a whole degenerate... Like, like when me and Kyle and Amar used to go out... Oh, like, God. We always, one of us used to end up always Ble- bleeding. Every time we came back. Like, but it was, the, like, hilariously funny. Yeah. And, like... Well, there was the time we came we came back with the beach ball. And, we were like, woke up, there's a beach ball there covered in blood. It's like, is that my blood? It's not my blood. I must be Amar's... <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah I, I remember I was standing in the it was I think it was the Swan and the Swan for those who don't know is a pub in Cambridge that gets it. You, it's not so bad now but it used to attract the degenerates from around Cambridge because it closed later um, literally I'm in there and I'm in the I'm in the toilets and I'm having a piss and this guy is next to me in the urinals he's looking at me and I'm like alright and he goes you've got blood on you <laughs> and I went I looked down and I was like don't worry, it's not mine. <laughs> and then the guy looked at me and he went, "It's going to be your blood on then." If you, if you, if uh, I can't remember what he said, he threatened me in some way about putting my blood on the shirt, and I was still there holding my cock, pissing like a racehorse, <laughs> completely surprised about it was. But I remember thinking, "Yeah, this guy might punch me in the head," and me not caring <laughs> at all. And that's that's what that sort yeah. of you know absolute crazy. Yeah. Zero fucks given drunkenness, which yeah. I, I I I hope that's leaving me now. The other I think, is, I think it is leaving me now because, like I was saying, after that night, I got back here. Uh, we kept we all came back here and we were up till five. I think it was like five six o'clock in the morning when I went to bed. Mm. Um, so I'll tell you about the the pit. So we did a bong and it finished us off because in the bong. Right. Uh, so another planet, like, and I was just like way, way too much at that point. And uh, I got out of bed at six p.m. the next right. day. Right. Yeah, I seriously think like out of all the intoxicants that are out there, beer out of yeah most of them. When they say within moderation, like I drink mm. like I'll probably say I drink. 
I have an alcoholic drink. Let's put it that way. I don't drink. I have an alcoholic drink maybe once a week now. Yeah. And that's significantly better to how much I used to drink. But oh, I don't it, even it, drink that really, much. Yeah, it's really not, <laughs> See, it's I, not I, good I, stuff, basically. I, I, I have a drink fairly regularly, maybe two or three times. But like mm. when I say, I mean, I'll come home from work and I'll have a gin and tonic. Right, exactly the same as me. Yeah. My, my drinking shifted from like... but. But that's the thing, right? So I went out for Becky's birthday in London and I got absolutely hammered. That was a crazy night. It was a good fun time. But like at the same time, it, it felt like I hadn't done that in months. And I feel like ever so often, I still think that just my personality, I'm every few months, yeah, I'm going to get a little monkey inside me that's just like, dude, you got to go out and you got to get fucked up. You got to yeah, just yeah, completely. Well, I'm crazy. Um, um, yeah, completely. Definitely. Definitely. I wonder what that is. I wonder what the cycle is. I don't know. I think it's just it's it's that. I think it's that just build up of like, okay, I need a night where I just nothing. Fuck it. Don't care. Don't care. Don't Mm. care. Just want to fuck it. No, just don't give a shit. Yeah, we all carry stresses. Yeah, exactly. And you do need that kind of bruh. Um, anyway, to segue, it was way back on track from this completely... Oh, yeah, there is actually structure. Yeah, this. well, mm. kind of. Um, but, yeah, uh, we were saying we just watched a billion lives before the break. Uh, <laughs> well, not before the break, before we recorded. Um, fantastic documentary. Very interesting. Yeah. Really interesting. Um, so, I obviously, I've been kind of following it since it was first announced and before it was released, and it's gone through some hell and high water to get itself out. Um but uh, it's now available on iTunes. It doesn't reinvent the wheel. No. It doesn't really tell you anything that you don't already know. In it a just lot of lays ways. It, the facts out really mm-hmm. plainly yeah. and really succinctly. Yeah. It's oh, not a long documentary by any means. The filmmaker himself really interested in the fact is that he was, was non partisan in it. Yeah, that's yeah. one He's thing not that really not a smoker. So I think we're all living in an age now where there are certain documentaries that we watch and they just. They're you're, you're just like Jesus Christ. Like you just took that assumption as fact. Now you're running away with a the lot whole of documentarians do work thing. from a very biased standpoint. Oh, it's all, it's one it's... of the things I really like about Louis Theroux as a documentarian because he is wholly unbiased for the most part. I mean, there are sometimes with some of his questions, kinda, can... kinda. Yeah, um, there is a caveat there. I like, I do think, especially his earlier works, like when you know his like when Louis met stuff. That that he, stuff's really one, quite interesting. One, I think really was good that he did that was non non-judgmental or at least tried not to be was the transgender kids one yeah oh my god i left that like fuck, i don't even talk about transgender issues because i yeah. i don't know enough about it i no, literally don't i have an educated opinion about it like mm. i want everyone to be cool and safe but if you want to talk like god damn that rabbit hole man like honestly yeah oof. when a kid wants to change it my initial reaction is like no and then you watch this documentary and you're like man this is way like i'm not qualified to yep. comment on this <laughs> yeah. but yeah so i i think uh aaron biber bieber bieber biber biber Ar- no justin I, bieber no aaron biber uh bieber 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 rocksteady yo he's fucking gonna... 90s reference oh. or yeah. even 90s 80s late 80s what late 80s early 90s, 90s. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. like three yeah. movies i know um, well, they've had recent movies, so it's not that recent a reference. Oh, man, that's not even... Have you Seamus seen? plays either Bebop or Rocksteady. <laughs> you do know that Seamus... Of course he fucking does. Oh, Seamus. Seamus, Seamus. is... Hello there! I'm from Ireland! It's my thing! I'm from Ireland. So what's this? When I was learning, when I was like first getting into wrestling a couple of years ago, Seamus comes out, and I'm saying to Chris, like I used to ask him, what's this guy's gimmick? What's this guy's gimmick? What's this guy's gimmick? 
he he's from Ireland, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's what okay, that's that's what Seamus is. To an extent, oh. that's kind of what Becky Lynch is as well, the Irish Just, last kicker. Yeah. At least she doesn't. She doesn't She's have. Like, she does have. She like does her have steampunk. You could put yeah, that yeah, as her yeah, theme, yeah. right? No, like, no, definitely. Like I love Becky Lynch. I think she's fucking uh, great. Um, but anyway, back to the documentary in hand. Right. Yeah. Um, so it was really quite. It like obviously, as we were saying, it kind of lays out the facts that should be widely known and accepted. That most important thing for anyone involved in this tobacco business is money and they will do pretty much anything to protect that any, same any, with big pharma it, any business right? well any business unfortunately yeah, you're supposed uh, to deal with the, lives right that's the that's the big issue here yeah. isn't it well i think the thing is with like big tobacco and big pharma they're so they're two industries that are so heavily intertwined with government mm. and that i think the, the documentary actually does a really good uh job of kind of just really explaining that interlinking relationship between big tobacco, the government, and big pharma, and why all three of them would have an agenda to minimise the um, reduction in smoking, Mm -hmm. whilst some of them presenting uh, as doing the opposite, trying to minimise it. So it's like they do, you know, the government have all these things like, "We, we want you to not smoke, we want you to not smoke, but they don't want you to legitimately knock smoke because if they did they would embrace vapor technology it it was the one thing that i found really odd when i was watching it and i would say like i tend to be one of those people that tends to go like oh you've got this big conspiracy theory have you let's see some goddamn evidence right but when you you look at a lot of the argument that are coming from that side it's just like i mean you look at the money involved and where that money's coming from there's no way you can look at that argument without going you should be having the same if you're going to want to ban vaping then you should have exactly the same rules about banning smoking yeah because it's clearly the healthier option yeah like it's, it, it, it how you are partisan and corrupt right yes. like that's that's what you are and it's just like you are not interested in the the health and well-being of your population no you are you are you are being influenced by by uh, partners no, 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 no. That. in this country they've leveled the the playing field between vape technology being basically raped and destroyed by the TBD mm. and nicotine by changing all their packaging to a lo- lovely drab green and having like the big old smoking kill shit like, like on the patch of tobacco here I'm it's just actually passed, matching the colour of the packet. I have um, passed Dave a packet of Golden Virginia Rolling Tobacco uh, to show him that it is now all just a one solid green colour. Every brand is that same colour. Rolling Tobacco and cigarette But green is like a good colour. Yeah. Green yeah. isn't like... Well, and the thing is, like, least, they think that's kind of levelling the playing field, yeah. but it's not because... And it has to be more than 50% of the front has to be the smoking well, warning. this is one thing. Yeah, you but, can't buy small amounts of... You can't buy 10 packs. You can't no. buy... I found that really odd because... Yeah, they've done the exact opposite with e-juice in that you can only buy it in 10 mil bottles. But isn't and, that the thing? When I was trying... I don't know about anyone else, but when you were quitting smoking... You like, tried to buy less. You wanted to pack, buy... Yes. I will quit after this pack. Right, yeah. like, and it's just like, well, if you've got this enormous pile of tobacco, I, I just, I find yeah. that an yeah. odd well, way it's, to look it's, at it. it. Like you say, it's they, they, 
they are making it harder to buy smaller packets and smaller amounts of tobacco. So you have to buy in big. And it generally, you know, it's cheaper to buy in bulk as mm. well. So, um, it, yeah. Yet conversely, they've now taken all, like, so the TPD pretty much is in effect now, which is why you're seeing every, all vape juice come out in 10 mil bottles because you can't buy anything. I hate the ullage. I just hate the waste of plastic. Yeah, it's completely like, it, for, it pisses me off yeah, so badly. You know, you used to be able to buy, like, I've still got, because um, obviously there's a lot of sales going on at the moment, just clearing out this stock before yeah. it can't be sold anymore. So I picked up a couple of the uh, One Hit Wonder e-juice bottles, and they're 240 mil bottles. You're not going to be able to get that ever again in this country now. 10 mil bottles only. I mean, at least the vape juice manufacturers are kind of getting around it and selling them in packs of three or five. Yeah, or even like vape shops are doing deals. Like I picked up um, some Just Jam from um, E-Sig Wizards. And basically it's like 5.49 for 10 mil or buy three for 15 pound, 40, I think. It comes um, it comes up to a very strange thing though, right? Like when this all comes into place, people are gonna make their own. Okay. I already and do. there will um, a lot of people do, and people are gonna I already buy my vape liquids off a guy I know at work who's just like he I mean I think I'm his first ever customer. We both have he makes delicious liquids. I don't pay much. We're both very happy about the exchange. Yeah. Um but the problem is that you start getting to the point where People could be putting all sorts of shit in that, you know? Like, you. By making it harder, it's the same with like drugs, right? It's the same with a lot of these drugs yeah. that you find that are illegal. Whether the actual harm caused by them being illegal is much worse than the fucking thing. And I would say that making vape liquids are harder to get a hold of and in smaller amounts. How, really... how many kids have drunk this shit? Like, you know, when they're talking about like, minimal, minimal. But how many? Let's. F- I mean, what are the numbers on this? Because yeah. surely shouldn't that be and your most? Ab- little Jimmy thing... didn't need to die without this. I'm like, where's that the argument? Thing, the, right? The, like, the, flip, so, the flip converse of it is, ninety percent of uh, juice sold, regardless of size, comes with childproof caps on. Yeah. 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 And alcohol doesn't, by the way. No, no, right? of course so, not. Because like, you want to. Why would you want to stop the kids drinking alcohol? Well, You've got to get them. Fuck, I can go down to the what, shops what's right child, now. What is childproof about a cigarette? Uh, not much. And that's <laughs> also that's God. I'm. I'm. I look. I'm. I'm. I'm fucking incandescent rage right now. <laughs> the um. The. The whole argument that kids are going to be encouraged to smoke through vaping oh, is know, like the most just... backwards, crazy argument. Like. So the kid's going to go over down. He's going to order himself some decent quality batteries. He's going to buy his 50-pound mod. He's going to get all the different bits. He's going to get his coils in. He's going to buy his e-liquid. He's going to do all this. He's going to wait 15 minutes after pouring the e-liquid in so he doesn't burn the fucking coil. He's going to get all this shit done, and then he's going to vape. <gasps> oh, my God, he's going to vape. Do you know what? But then, or he can go to the shop, get a lighter and some cigarettes, and, and bam. Line, bottom line is, if I... if Okay, I'm not a parent, uh, but... Let's say hypothetically I was. Like I'd probably get slammed for this, uh, slammed for this for saying it because I'm not a parent, and how dare I deem to say you anything, anything on parents? I know, know I'm, an ignorant, I'm an ignorant man that knows nothing. I've just got you, you know, are white as well. I am white. Right? I am male, and I'm ignorant as fuck. And I sis- sound like Alex Jones, <laughs> king of the world, baby. <laughs> don't, don't forget your cis- cisgendered world. as well, Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a man. I've got blood in I'm, my face. I'm so fucking in my privilege. I can't even see it. It's so good. Yeah. But um <clears throat> no, so I'm saying like if I was a parent and I found that I went into my kid's room and snooped through his shit because you know I'm a trusting parent. Mm-hmm. Um and mm-hmm. I found a vape device. Do you know what? I'd be like 
Well, at least he's not smoking. I would be pissed off he hadn't talked to me about it or she. Well, right? even if like, they didn't, uh... even if they didn't, you know, parent, kids don't talk to their parents, but I would still rather find a vape device than a cigarette. Man, I, 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 I plan on having kids in the next few years. Yeah. And, oh my God, Jesus Christ, what was just about to come out of my mouth? I was about to say, speaking of someone that's going to have children, I mean, it changes my view on the world. And that's exactly the bullshit I fucking hate. And I don't even have kids yet. Oh my oh, God. Dear Dave. Ridiculous. Oh dear. God, I'm going to be that. I'm going to be on the PTA. I, I don't, don't, I'm going to be doing don't, all don't that Don't worry, shit. man. Like, you're going to turn just full-bore Republican. I'm like, man, we should ban you, everyone you're else. You are talking about moving to America and owning land yeah. and guns. I like that. And yeah. protecting your children. No, no. The- I'm gonna protect my family. Just, just go out and vote for Trump. Just go and do uh, it. What the fuck? The other way you go, go, added that non-true go. line at the end yeah, of go. protecting my children <laughs> into that would change the whole color of it. No, I want to own land. There's nothing wrong with that. I wanna, I wanna provide food for my family that I know where it's sourced from. There's nothing wrong with that. And I'm gonna fucking hang people from trees for being a different skin color from me and wear a fucking white robe. That is not what's gonna happen. Kyle. <laughs> thing is I'm it. not going to build a bunker. I'm not going to fill it with full of dried goods. From his point of view, you sound like the anti-Alex Jones. Oh, <laughs> nothing's going to happen. From his nothing's point- I'm getting angry that nothing's going to happen. But from Kyle's point of view, it's alternative facts. From yours, he's fake news. <laughs> so- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. There's, they have oh. lockers at work and... Uh, for my locker, they put up a hick holding a gun as my... Everyone's got, like, a picture. Mine's a hick <laughs> holding a gun. And I was just like... They are like, oh, Dave, you pissed? Do you want me to take it down or whatever? I'm like, meh. You know? <laughs> a few years' time. Yeah. Like, I could see that being fairly legit. Like, um, But what was I actually talking about in terms of... Uh, we're talking about the documentary. Yeah. Jesus, we're rubbish. I know. <laughs> what, was, what was the particular shit. point I was like... Oh, so we were talking about kids getting the vape. And I was saying about, yeah, I would rather a kid was vape, you know... But yeah, it's not a gateway to real cigarettes. And it, it, what are we talking about here? It's so ridiculous. It's 2017. We should be talking about legalizing a lot of fucking drugs that are out there, let alone making this other I mean, stuff, which is way more healthy than cigarettes. It's, it's 2017. The whole entire world is going <laughs> far. I'm just looking at Dave, and he's just he is so angry about it. No, his hair, just, his, I mean, no, his hair no, is Do you know what gone. that moment was when I rolled my head back there and my eyes just fucking... That, that moment there was I just thought about everything else. Like, oh, everything my. else that humanity's doing right now. Yeah. With the exception of, say, SpaceX, who did some good rocket launches recently, yeah, and yeah. then the guys that found out you could reverse type 2 diabetes. Pretty much everyone else is doing some crazy shit. Yep. Like, well, everybody. We are... We are... <laughs> We are, we vaping's, are. V- vaping's illegal in Australia. Yeah. Way to go, Australia. We are, we Fucking are. top work there, boys. The far right nation. Oh, man. <laughs> or oh, Poland restricting uh, the amount of uh, journalists that can report on their parliament. Turned out that's not very democratic. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the French election today, so we don't know the result of it. Well, with 28% voter turnout. But, tw- I mean. Well, okay. <laughs> I don't think the voter turnout for the local election around here was very good because when I, when I went to the voting booth to, mm-hmm. uh, to like the polling station to vote it was me and two old men talking about how great Brexit is you were talking with them about how great it is no I was listening to them talking uh, holding my head in shame and just being like oh my god oh. I, 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 I talked to my dad and uh, he's just like he's like ah, everything's gonna be cool and I'm like 
What makes you say that? Like, what, what where, bit where about, the, yeah, where, where's, where is where's the, cool, the information, where is the where's the data that's coming in and being like, that means that this is going to be the outcome? What about everyone else that thinks it's going to do this? And he's just like, and I go through with him, like all the different stuff that's happening around the world. And, you know, it just, Europe will be, we were all, but all, it's not even Europe. I was about to go, oh, yeah, Europe's yeah, doing yeah. this thing. No, not even no, Europe. Everyone's fucking everyone's doing it. Everyone's doing it. Like, I wish there was like something. Just the, it's just the most prominent places at the moment are America and Europe because they're doing it harder and faster. Extreme than left, else. extreme right. Let's go. Like uh, NAFTA, fucking fighting Trump supporters. Yeah. Like I've seen, I've got a couple of alt right guys that are on Facebook, or whatever, and they were saying, "Oh man, they're fucking, they got set upon, bloody blah, blah, blah." And it's just like those guys had balaclavas and bats and tear gas and bangers and all sorts of crazy shit. They went to war with each other and they were happy to do it. And it's yeah. just like, I look at both sides and go, fuck both of y'all. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. You are, you're going to eat up the middle ground until, and and violence is not the way to solve anything. You make your own arguments like weaker for your position and it's stronger for your own. It's, it's, oh, it's a it's giant bomb. circle jerk. Yeah. They both represent each other, Kyle. They're the same fucking group of people. Not Kyle. Just picked a... Oh, I'm going to keep calling you Kyle for a while. That's I know, gonna, it's fine. So yeah, that's that's one of the new things that happened recently is I have legally changed my name. It's crazy. I know. I used, so I used to be Kyle Melkoon. I'm now legally, legally Nero Kyle Wolfgang. I'm the last as at, okay. I'm one of the last wind pennies. Like I'm the last wind penny down my line. Okay, like yeah. I... For me, despite not giving a crap about any sort of hereditary thing, I find it ridiculous. I feel some sort of compelled. Yeah, I'm compelled to make the Winpenny name continue. Like, I even need to like have a really extremist feminist daughter, or like a dude that's Ooh, gonna uh, get some kids out. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we need to just keep it keep yeah, it going. You, man. you keep you keep your family name going on your backwater farm in America like, with your yeah. guns, just incesting Marry all up in each that other, place. right? Yeah. Oh, God, you know the latter day wind pennies will have twenty five toes and three heads. There are some wind pennies in America, though. Oh yeah, there are. I think are they like, related? Related? I or, I don't know where else they came from. No, <laughs> no one's going to be like, <laughs> we should change our name. Just all yours. Let's then. change it to Windpenny. Yeah. And it's also like it's not Jewish, and that's that's racist that people think it is. So just saying, it's a Yorkshire I'm, name. So. Yeah, I'm not saying it was Jewish. I'm just saying, that look I, in your I, eyes. I've ne- I've no, you're, you're, you're in my phone as Dave Wimpenberg, because that would be the Jewish form of it. <laughs> oh my God. I, I've, I've never thought your name was Jewish. I just thought you People were, ask. People I, have asked, yeah. The bit I love is um, the fact that you actually got so concerned about people referring to you as a Jew that she asked your mum, is there anything is there any jewish in heritage? the family because well, i think i could i, I like the like the only reason i i, I mean i was legitimate like because when i first met you i was told by everyone that you were jewish yeah yeah this is dave there is nothing that makes you sound more anti-semitic i know than people calling you jewish all the time <laughs> and you having to tell people that you're not jewish because it makes it sound like there's something negative to it <laughs> yeah right? like i'm not gay do you know what i mean that makes it sound like <laughs> If there was, no, yeah, it makes that, it sound like there's something wrong with being gay, right? No, like, no. Like, I'm not fucking Jewish. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like it's it carries a bad tone Sorry, to it. The way you said I'm not gay, there was not saying there's something bad about being there. You going, I'm not gay. Oh, like, like I am gay, uh, but I'm not telling you I'm a gay. A little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I find it. Oh, uh, yeah. 
See, I, like, in terms of carrying on lineage of name, I don't need to worry. Lee, my cousin, is out there doing that. For, he's got well, two there kids. There you go. That's sort of. job, job done. Yeah. Right? And my brother. Not that I'm particularly concerned about the lineage of Melgoon. But it also gets the point where I, I'm a student of evolution. Like, maybe the Windpenny's just, you know, the Smiths and the Joneses, they they got the right stuff. The Windpenny's didn't do so good. Oh, maybe, you know what I, I mean? Maybe you just all went off to war and died heroically. Oh, come on, dude. Like, I have so many... Like, I'm long-sighted. I'm dyslexic. I'm colorblind. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? There's... My back's fucked. Like, maybe so, yeah, I if am we onto do, a... if, if World War Four does break out and we do get conscripted, you're oh, not in my man. squad. Man, I'm so pissed off. Like, well, if World War Three does kick off and I'm in my late fucking 30s... You can still I get could have drafted. been 21. I could lump all the shit on my back and just keep running for days. I wouldn't get tired. I was motivated. I was brave. Now the older I get, I get scared on fucking fairground rides. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to be shitting my pants in the back of a helicopter. Like, absolutely. I'll be worried about the way. I'll be worried about getting blisters. Like, I'm not... Dude, I have soft office hands now. Yeah, I used to have calluses, and they used to be like... I could, I could sand wood using my fucking hands. Now it's like... Oh my god! If I click, 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 click. Just, oh, I've got, I've got, I've got carpal tunnel. They're like, I've got carpal tunnel. They're like prostitute hands. They're that soft. You know what I mean? No, I'll, I'll be honest here. If, if that does shit not kick off and they do conscription, I am not fucking going for it. I don't give a fuck. Mate. Put me in jail. Put me in front of a fucking firing squad. I am not oh, going to fight Theresa's in a pointless May, fucking Theresa war. Theresa May's Britain. Damn right, you'll be in a firing squad. I am. Fuck it. Am I going to a war for anything that they represent? I, when I was younger, I actually thought of going into the army. Yeah, I was. Well, my team, yeah. my my both both my parents are ex army. But right now, I don't believe our governments could go into any right or just war. No, I agree. There is nothing, nothing that we need to fight about anymore in this world. There, there, literally nothing apart from oh they they got some stuff we want i I, so no, I honestly i honestly believe and i'm not saying we're going about it the right way uh i don't believe this is you know like any of the governments in power have the 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 gumption or the the willing to do it responsibly but i do honestly believe that something should be done about the north korean government yeah because it's unfair to the populace of that country who are <sighs> obviously suffering okay that could actually be a legitimately viable cause if you do it properly. But North Korea's North Korea's learn, right? Look yeah. at all the other old school dictators that were around the world, okay, that didn't have nukes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gaddafi, Saddam. Right. The list goes on and on and on, okay? Of all these guys that just didn't make the cut, right? Yeah, like yeah, you completely. don't get to keep going unless you got nukes. North Korea's made one really great rule, which is if we have nuclear weapons, they can't touch us. Yeah. And that's like a beautiful thing. The thing that I worry about, I, I genuinely worry about this, is stuff like when we start looking at missile defense systems. They're and terrible. And well, what when that technology starts getting to the point when you can start knocking out intercontinental ballistic missiles, and you take, well, no, the, the thing you, is, but the you thing, take, no, like, nuclear... so you know that you know the on this subject of the the the, the anti missile stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know the stuff they just uh, deploy. The Americans have deployed just south of uh, yeah. Seoul. That stuff actually isn't bad, bad. at the ta- yeah. That stuff's not bad at the tactical like long range missiles. It's the kind of stuff that North Korea are most likely to use, which is a lot higher density in like higher number of smaller, shorter range missiles. Yeah, that level of bombardment with that multitude of bombs, well, they they can't about- cope with. But, but- but when you look at that, though, look at what the Israelis happened. Remember when they were absolutely bombing the crap out of the Palestinians? Remember for all those bottle rockets they fired over? Yeah. And they fired over thousands of these tiny little shitty bottle rockets, and like one of them hit 
I've two, I did two of them hit and one of them injured somebody, I think. Yeah. Um, but like, the thing that worries me is, to continue, was like the, once you take the nuclear option off the cards, as in the big scary doomsday thing, and you say, we have the capabilities to defend ourselves against that strike, okay? It asks questions, it's a bit like having a reverse, you know, or a new invention of a nuclear weapon, right? It changes the game. Whoever yeah. does that first, can then have the option to nuke the opposition, right? If you don't have that capability, and I do, well, fuck yeah, I can fucking bomb you because yeah. you can't do shit to me. Now, what happens if both of them have them? Well, then you start getting into the idea of instead of having this nuclear piece that we have now, it means that actively superpowers can start knocking giant chunks out of each other. Yeah, yeah. And that it's, is some scary shit. Especially the Cold War arms race all over again. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Which is just the big rush to have the Troops biggest... on the border. Well, it's, you can almost liken... Um, so from the, the cessation of the First World War to the um, commencement of the Second World War... The the Treaty of Versailles, everything that was put in place to you know to stop another war happening, was only ever ever going to be temporary. And great you know proper political minds and generals of the day did state this. There was one general I can't remember his name, but he actually stated within a f the date at which the Second World War would break out at the signing of the Treaty of Versailles, and he was out by like a mid twenty hours. Mm. And um, but we can you can see the same kind of parallel between. The, the e uneasy truce that happened at the end of the Cold War mm -hmm. and the escalation that's now happening. I totally agree. I totally agree. I think the Russians, like, like the Germans, they don't think they lost the Cold War. No. They didn't lose through a... Uh, there was no a, decisive, a, this is over. Exactly. Like, it the, just the army didn't the lose the war, stalemate. right? The politics did. Yeah. Um, so it's the same... I think, uh, just... Oh, man. Fuck, fuck it. Fuck humanity, please. Please don't do this. I mean, like, I'm done, I'm done going through all the reasons why and all the different areas around the world and the conflicts in the South China Sea and yep. all this stuff and and China building aircraft. Care, all this. Just let's just let's just stop. Well, yeah, stop for a second. Stop. Let's stop fucking around in the Middle East. Let's get some solar panels up. Let's get some like wind turbines. All that shit. Maybe, and let's maybe, stop fucking around in the Middle East. And no one want to kill us. Literally, all they, all everyone used to do is just stop, breathe, think for like twenty minutes, and just go, "Is it, is it really worth it?" But then you come back to the same argument from the doc that we were saying about vaping and stuff. Money, man. The arms industry is a multi-billion. I, no. I don't think industry. this is even. This doesn't. The 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 massive amount of popular voting. I'm not voting, saying it's the same. Like the massive amount of popular voting happening right now is nothing to do with the arms industry. It's because people are under this. I, I don't know how else to describe it. Oh, it's I'm like not a, saying a, is that. I'm not saying like, the, vo it's, the it's vote. Like, I'm saying like there is a, a, a fiscal reason to stay active in war. There are elements I agree that are very pro-war, but I think it's like a that it's the general population have forgotten, and now we think nationalism's really good again. Well, the thing is, when like you look at, um, pretty much our generation. Has there any uh, been a point in your life where there has not been a conflict of some description going on? I think the world's always been like that, though. And I get, um, I get what you're saying, <clears throat> and I agree. I, I, but I'm, I'm no, I'm no pacifist. No, okay? no, like I'm, I'm not one sort of, sort of person that thinks that the military solution isn't sometimes the best solution. Oh no, I, like I was right? just saying, like, I there's... believe there is, there should be a military solution to North Korea to. F re its people effectively but i also think it's like you know with the way things are right now we don't 
we're butting heads over over reasons that we really shouldn't. And I know that this comes down to like okay, let's like just talk about Syria, which is probably going to be a major flashpoint and is going to be a flashpoint for a long yeah. time. Yeah. Um, like you got like the Russian jet being shot down by the Turks. That's yeah. pretty fucking big. Yeah. You got like all these different groups being funded and trained and armed by different fucking. Right, and look what's happening in Turkey right now. As it's well. a proxy war. It's a proxy war. You could even argue stuff like uh, what's the other country that the Saudis are currently bombing. I want to say Lebanon, but I could be wrong. Um, oh God, I'm gonna sound like an ignorant idiot. But um, no, I, I. But there's all these there's all these weird proxy wars going on in that whole area at the moment, and it's just like, unless you make a decision that regime change is a good idea, and I can't see now in in this age that we live in now that regime change is a good idea. It doesn't mm. really work out very well when it's worked out in the recent history, right? Oh like, yeah, look what happened to Libya. Look at all the countries where it happened. Afghanistan. Iraq. Afghanistan. Um, A large swathes of the Middle East, uh, really. Egypt. Yeah. um, Well, Somalia, which was quite a while ago when America got involved in that and it really backfired on them. I mean, there's one thing that's foreign, but then you just have to assume that everything that happened And again, all this this, uh, destabilization of the Middle East and nations and regime changes all again really funnels back to the tr- treaty of versailles and the breaking up of the um fucking empire yeah, oh god what was the name of the, the lines or whatever yeah what was the, the name East. of the fucking empire that actually jesus christ oh, the ottomans yes yeah so it was like that final disillusion dis, uh, dissolvement of the ottoman and the um, austro-hungarian yeah. yeah i mean there's all sorts of i mean but we're fucking around the Middle East right now. The thing is, just seems to be a bad idea. But the thing is, so the world, for better or worse, <clears throat> government, poli- like world stage politics, especially from a Western perspective, functions on the ideals that Henry Kissinger uh, ascribed to, which is that everything is a part of a system that needs to be kept in balance. Mm. And one of the key tenets to his um, belief was that the Arab nations needed to be kept destabilized yeah, the because the same. it would it would, like if they were to unify it mm. would sway the balance of power too much and destabilize the system as it's seen. And I know it sounds really pretentious and fuck the system, but like that's that's just the, the terminology he I, used. I, I think the problem is that in the West we have this view of ourselves, and especially when you watch an awful lot of stuff. And it's true we do go to war a lot and we do terrible things around the world, but yet we also have a really great. The majority of people don't want that. And I think when they're shown the realities of what war is, we're not really that interested in it. I mean, like, yeah. um, um, even the way that we t- sold ourselves fairy tales about the end of Afghanistan and the end of Iraq, like we lost those wars. Oh, completely. Like it was, it was a bad, bad fucking business, right? Like, yeah. And now we live in a post that world where none of one has any faith. Like you said, I don't believe that our government will take us to war for any legitimate conflict. Yeah. But I would say that the majority, especially of our age people, believe that. Like, yeah. And there are times when we need to do that, but we're so de-unified and, and upset by everything that it's, I don't think that's even possible anymore. Like, yeah. I think we should, I think we should help out the Iraqis. I mean, like, I've, I've, I'm lucky enough to know a couple of Iraqis now. And I've had Iraqi friends in the past. My parents lived in Iraq when I was a baby. So yeah, I've got kind of a fair, yeah, I've got a fair amount of interest in the country of Iraq. And that's one of the funny things. I was born in this country. My mum flew back. I was born in this country. And then they flew me back when I was a baby. Just so I wouldn't have had to have been signed up into Saddam's military under conscription. 
Well, wow. that would, yeah, I imagine that as a documentary. That would have been quite interesting. Dave yeah. Wimpany joins the Iraqi army. Huzzah! <laughs> Good times. With your surname as you well. imagine like all these guys with like mustaches and all this stuff and I'm just like at the end going, oh, hi, anyone with any sunscreen? It's really hot out, you know? Like, <laughs> did I mention I have really soft hands? <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I think we should help out the Iraqis. The Iraqis, despite what people, a lot because of the, all the sectarian violence happened there, there's huge, there's... Iraq used to be a very cultural mixed yeah. place, right? And all the yeah. different groups who respect each other and got on well and kind of like, oh, you're a Christian, well, you do you. I'm a Shia, I'll do me. You know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, and everyone just kind of got on with things. And unfortunately, when you destabilize something, which was so always badly, can you imagine what England would be like after a week of not being able to get food? Well, properly? I mean, look what England is yeah. like. Like, look what England is turning into anyway. Mm. We, you know, we're already, in a sense, starting to kind of turn in on ourselves and to, you know, yeah. like there is so much, such a drastic uptick in kind of like racially moted, not even necessarily always violence or anything, but just racially, like. People that I would never have expected. I've heard yeah. them talking definitely in, in you know really racially derogatory my, my, tones. My, I've gone to an argument about banning the burqa with my mum. Like, well, I mean, I, I won't even. I, I mean, I won't even touch this kind of stuff with my parents because, like, they are both just. I mean, they're both horrifically racist. Yeah, like really, really, really so. But um, I mean, I, all, it's, we we have to hope that the baby boomers will all die off really soon. Yeah, I, 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 like, I it, literally but... said. I literally said. We were watching. I can't remember what we were watching the other night, but uh, I remember turning to Naomi and just was like, "Really, we've got to hope that everyone they, they all just kind of die in the next five years or yeah. the next four years before the next fucking election." I, I the thing is that I think yeah we all count as millennials in here because we were all born after nineteen eighty. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I just yeah, the, yeah. The, I think that we had years of like hate towards us, and I think after I think Brexit turned a massive corner and just made all of us go hold on one fucking second yeah let's look at the fucking history books here and where we are and where we're going <laughs> we're pretty fucking pissed off about it yeah you know? like uh and the, it's the ultimate thing the ultimate slap in the face really is the fact that the majority of the people that are being out there and being vocal about and that have made this decision on our behalf aren't going to be alive to fucking see the results and the the long-term repercussion yeah. of what they, well, they will just before they just as just as they're leaving they can go shit they're not going to though, wrong. because they'll they'll they they, they the know, the I'm proper joking. hardcore will never admit wrong. This is what I was saying when I'm talking. They'll about, just blame the politicians. What, they said they did it wrong. When I'm talking to my folks, it kind of gets into this weird feedback loop where they'll try and come back to an argument that we've already disbanded. Yeah, they'll be like, no, but remember we talked about that. No, but like everything's everything's going to be fine. My parents don't talk completely like that, but um, <laughs> yeah, they, they 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 seem to not be able to, and I can I can understand why. Like, if you did fuck the pooch and then went, oh, shit, I fucked the pooch, you would, if it hasn't <laughs> happened immediately, yeah. you'd be like, it's probably going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. We've just got two years of everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's Before fine. everything is really fine. not fine. Not, oh, shit, I fucked the pooch. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We're going to be strong and stable. And stable and strong. strong and stable. Strong and stable. I'm strong oh. and stable. Oh, it's the worst. Like, the trans... The, it's, it's really bad when, you know, Yonker... Okay, grant, granted, Yonker's not a great guy. 
you know I don't know much about him. he um, might have been involved with some very dodgy money taxi I mean he ran Luxembourg <laughs> Give yeah. it up for Luxembourg. You know, the the world's largest tax haven. Ooh. I mean, sorry, Luxembourg is not a country. A it's just a tax holiday haven. destination. <laughs> Come for to your love- money. It's a holiday destination yeah. for your money. Yeah, Come to ta- lovely Luxembourg. Totally Invest your money. Look at France. <laughs> 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 we borrowed their flag. Yeah. It's like when he comes out of a meeting, like a dinner, apparently, with Theresa May, she's just like, she's in another galaxy. <laughs> like, oh, oh shit. With our no, country, our country's being... narrative. It comes out of the same narrative. Our country... We're going to be fine. We're going to be yeah. fine. Theresa May says we're going to be fine. So we're going to be fine. Our it's country like... is being run by Patsy from Abfab. <laughs> <laughs> she looks that's a great picture of where she looked like Cruella DeVille yeah uh, she's the least no like, do you I know, know what we're just doing what I hate which is like straw manning and personal attacks right well now. yeah I know that's, that's what they all have done against Corbyn since he even sniffed at yeah, like, I, I, oh my fair, god fair, the media I, coverage of Corbyn is, is fucking it's really disgusting biased. it's really biased yeah. I love there's but, a brilliant bit in um, as, but uh, so go on there's a bit from um, Have I Got News For You where Ian Hislop actually yeah, brings it up yeah. and it's just like the so- shock silence is just like, <laughs> oh shit! And you can know the guy who's sitting there on the auto queue for the host, just going, "How do we respond to this? <laughs> oh fuck! Oh fuck!" I think uh, no, but I don't. I, when when people say like media bias, having having worked in the media and know kind of what that's like on an editorial level, uh, you hire people for positions that you think are good for those positions, and everyone carries bias. Yeah, and and the BBC. Or especially since the 90s, have been very, very pro kind of like Labour. They're very liberal. But the backlash of the if, which is the problem with the left at the moment, is it became like under new Labour, they became a lot more kind of like right and kind of mainstream and yeah. middle ground, right? So they're attracting your middle class voters, which is why we get into an issue where a working class hero should be hero comes out in the form of jeremy corbyn who's had a good track record with that whole thing yeah um and the elite left don't like him yeah they want to get rid of him my and only... then he's also turned away by the working classes because they're all fuck not all fuck, what an asshole a lot of them are anti-immigration which they don't think corbyn is despite corbyn being a brexiteer yeah. he's actually pro leaving europe yeah my my problems with corbyn are not policy related at all i i think the man stands for a i, lot I of have good... i do have issues with his mind's policy I, I like my main issues though are with a lot of his political political conduct he's great when he's campaigning to his grassroots constituents but like he seems to fall short when the the piece of action that you know putting forward a strong stance on something even if it's only just in terms of the political message that he sets out uh, in interviews and things and it makes him a less appealing candidate it makes him feel like a political vegetable he's, in he's a way unfortunately not I mean, let's, let's not beat around the bush. He's not going to win the election. No, I'm going to say I mean, that no. right now. Well, I mean, okay? I, like, I have actually... Because like, this election is got to be a tactical vote. You've got to vote where you're... The I, I almost certainly will be voting Labour. 
I will be because voting Lib Dem. My, yeah, because it's probably for your region, right? Yes, for my I region, Lib Dem is I, the strongest candidate yeah, to block the Tories. I don't want the Tories in, which is why that's it. I'm that's the that ult- that's the ultimate game. Is you you fu- there is a there is, I will link to it in the show notes. There is a, for any of our UK listeners, there is uh, someone online who has compiled a Google sheet which tells you which party to vote for in your local area to stand the best chance of blocking as much Tory influence as possible. I. Because yeah. the best we can hope for in this election, but given what the the polls are saying, at least, and I know, don't trust fucking polls. No, no, it's, it's modern no. England. We're not allowed to listen to the polls anymore, yeah. Kyle. They got voted out. But let, so. let's let, let, let's just look at let's just like hypothetically say the polls are accurate. They are. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the, you can't stop a Tory victory. No. All you can do is stop a Tory majority, mm. and maybe on the outside chance force a coalition. But even then, we're looking at that's that's real wish fulfillment uh, it's like i said before i've kind of resigned myself the fact is that but even if you look at corbyn he's he's an extreme left yeah everyone's just going extreme and that's just what everyone's there doing. is no middle ground and I just, it's, it's kind of it's so sad and it's it's not going to lead to good things in the future no at all no um, we 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 are on a slippery slope it's you know it is very much and i've said it before on this podcast and i still stand by it that we are living through effectively the death throes of the republic but we we we're looking at the the final uh, death throes of uh fucking europe I'll, yeah, I'll yeah we are sure. we are heading towards a massive paradigm shift in world mm, politics definitely and <laughs> we're in the bit in the history books so just before the maps get pointy yeah, yeah it's yes. literally the maps will be redrawn within our lifetimes. Ugh. I guarantee it. We don't need to do it. No, no, That's we don't. Big, I mean, big like shame, right? The, the, like the one, the one thing we've got is that we'll be an island. It, the only difference that's going to happen to us is where we're as a densely populated island now. Our entire island of Great Britain is going to look like the Isle of Man. It's just going to be like a few farmhouses oh, God, and no, but some really, guys washing themselves on a stool outside their house. The thing that fears me out about the UK is when you start looking at like, I, I heard these numbers a while ago, I can't cite exactly where I heard them, but I heard food production in the UK is about 5 million, can feed about 5 million people. We have a population of 70 million. Yeah. Right. What you need to do is stop the boats. Stop the boats. We're fucked. That's and what then, I mean. That's what then I mean. See what happens to England in like <laughs> six or seven days. There'll be no law and order. People no, will be fucking, You'll be murdered. You, a, a nation. What's the saying? A nation is only ever seven meals away yeah. from revolution. Yeah. Um, mm. And given that we have like three set meals a day, that's like two and a bit days. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's yeah. like just don't don't do that. Yeah. Just go away gracefully, Britain. It's yeah. okay. We can just be this awesome fucking country that sits that, in the that background, looks after our population, makes dope fucking inventions because we heavily invest in our children and education and yeah. science. And we just, we do that. That's what we do here. Yeah. And it's fucking awesome. And we really help the world. And we're like, the, why would anyone, why would anyone bomb England? They're awesome. They yeah. develop all this cause you the house people. My daughter uses a device that she would have had this terrible heart condition, but the British invented this thing, which is really, really good, like the British, instead of, we're gonna bag up the Americans, whatever the fuck they do, with our shitty fucking. Because of the empire, forces. the empire was great. Long oh, live the empire. We should so go bad. Canada and just be like, we're just here, being really nice and friendly and polite and cool. No, the only, the only, co- mm, the Canada only co- gets into some shit. Yeah, the yeah. only country I can honestly say that I like have any kind of remote trust in in a political sense is New Zealand. New Zealand's fairly chill. Yeah, but having lived in New Zealand, there. Uh, 
some of their politicians remember that like there was that video of their, one of their is it Tim Key who used to go around and, yeah. and pull pull girls hair that was yeah. what he used to do he used to come up behind women and pull their hair pull their pigtails why exactly yeah it's fucking weird dude yeah that's <laughs> really mind weird. you in Japan shows what happens well, I, when you can't just on the flip form side, a the flip thing side on an island it. and just stay on this island and just yourselves. Well, on the flip yeah. side, I'd rather have a politician that went around pulling girls' hairs than went around firing off nukes. Yeah. So, you know, I can live with a, a, a slight... Your politicians are supposed to be fucking a slightly eccentric. <laughs> just not batshit crazy. I like that. That's a great quote. Your politicians are supposed to be slightly eccentric. Like, that's good. Oh! That's the problem, is that we don't... Sorry, I'm just taking off my uh, hoodie because I'm quite warm because I'm sat in front of the radiator. Um, the um, the politicians that we have now have gone... They've gone, like, way off the... Past the eccentric waypoint. I mean, like, literally, if they turn around to look... <coughs> eccentric is like this pinprick in the distance. It's like when you see Mars from Earth. <clears throat> they are, like, full-bore cuckooville. Not, I mean, if you just sit and look and analyse the, 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 what politicians say and do from just a normal human-looking mm. perspective, even good politicians like Bernie Sanders are still a bit fucking... Woo. <laughs> And you've got to be for that kind of job, I think. Whereas for Boris levels, Johnson, like man. that that sign is no longer even in like the visible spectrum to him. He's like basically what looking at from Pluto. Like, okay, look at making look, let's, him let, foreign secretary is let's, completely bonkers. Let's look at um. Let's look at uh. You know, let's take Nigel Farage as a case study. The guy is not a normal human being on any stance. Like Farage, the, Farage he's he's a lunatic. Farage is a very intelligent man who, and bear in mind, like, oh, intelligence, as you guys yeah, know, intelligence. I, I, I like to argue with yeah, people. Yeah, but occasionally. Well, I'm just going to say, yeah. intelligence does not preclude lunacy. No, no, no. But what he does is he he's anyone that's good at arguing with people or, or winning in a debate knows you don't need to be right to win, right? That you don't need to be on the right side of an yeah. argument to win an argument. And he's he's fucking brilliant at letting the opposition hang themselves because they won't go certain areas that he will, right? Yeah. So he wins every single fucking time. It, it, these guys like him that are going to lead us into unbelievably dangerous territory and already are, right? Well, yeah, I mean... Like, when you look at people like, what is it? The Brexiteers. Gove, Farage, Boris, Boris Johnson. When they're talking about the NHS... All of them have public stated that they want to have some sort of privatization of it, be for an insurance program, yep. they would sort of flat out privatize it, all that stuff. It's like, and these are the same politicians who are talking about wanting to bring money from Europe into fucking the, the NHS. It, it's all double mirrors and lies and bullshit. People, people just buy into it. Yeah. They want to hear it. The very thought of privatizing our health service it takes, sickens me to the core. Well, I, it, like you know, you just got to look at the uh, the 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 state of America and healthcare in America. It, like, they, the, so the the next Trump care bill is already on the fucking death nail, dude. Last time I was in the states, right, there was a girl, a friend of Susanna's, who was like, uh, we was hanging out with. She had two different types of rash. And uh, I was like, you have a rash. <laughs> you should go to the doctors. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not a medical professional, so therefore I don't know what the fuck that is. But you should probably get a professional to look at that, right? For them, it's like they're talking about like 
herbal remedies and blah blah and even get to the point where yeah, you should probably go and see a doctor about that in england like no something's wrong with me i'm gonna go and get my shit checked out and i also want every other person in the country to do exactly the same yeah completely because i don't want i don't want disease being spread i want people to be as healthy as possible i want to have a functioning economy with a healthy population like that's what i want yeah it's it's completely batshit <clears throat> i can't fathom like you know Waking up and finding, oh, I've got blood coming from an orifice. I'll leave it a week, see I what think, happens. I think feeding my kids is a better option than getting medical care. So yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. yeah. It's like, damn. That should never be a situation. In a first world country, you should never have to make the decision between feeding your kids or see, sending a kid to a doctor. Poor in America is as it's poor as anywhere disgusting. else. disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Damn shame. You know, a homeless guy over here could go into a fucking emergency room and get medical treatment. Yeah, anyone can. Yeah, anyone can. Um, yeah, a lot of the doctor surgeries in Cambridge will have a like at least the one I used to go to. Um, they actually had um a set day in like one of the doctors. The only appointment she wouldn't have any appointments booked, but it was purely for walk-ins for the homeless to come in. Yeah. So if they had something wrong, she could come in. She could give them a prescription for something. And obviously, with them being homeless, there's going to be they ways around them a having a residence to... or a contact number, so they can't book appointments. Yeah, and the rest of it all be and shit like that. So, and shit like that. So it's quite difficult for them to like do stuff with prescriptions. So I think they probably like teamed up with some sort of well, one of the pharmacies and shit, so they can do something that way, because that's how it should be in a healthcare in a country. It's, it shouldn't be yeah, like I look, at, I look at the general population. I view it as like. We generate geniuses, right? That's what humanity does. That's what we should do all the time. That's actually the game of humanity. I'm not a genius. I don't think there's a genius in this room, but we have the potential. I don't maybe... know. I, I, I was Mensa. Mensa. That's fuck Mensa. No. Oh my God, uh, Jesus, no. I mean, like, I, I have an extremely high IQ in some areas and very low in others because yeah. I'm dyslexic. So I kind of view that whole thing. As oh, yeah, no, completely. I, I think it's like bullshit. Yeah. To be honest, there I, is I, interesting I, like, stuff on intelligence. Like, yeah. I think, like, I honestly, I honestly think intelligence is a really subjective thing because you, you can be. Like, look at a lot of chefs. That is takes a level of intelligence to be a world-class yeah, chef. Yeah, but the argument would be... So the argument is that you basically take academic success, which yeah. eventually leads on to other things, right? Like, so you need to you need to be able to understand all the mechanics and building a bridge to build a bridge or it will fall down, right? Like, yeah. that's the, you have to have a certain level of that. And I get that. In fact, my, my, my views on intelligence are so bizarre because I'm dyslexic. If I wasn't dyslexic, I don't know how if I'd believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, it's, it, that's plausible, right? Like, the guy's, yeah. oh, he's smart at some stuff, but he's kind of dumb at other stuff. I, he, he's just kind of dumb, right? But I find it myself, I do very well in some things, and then I'm practically retarded in others. So how the fuck yeah. do you square that circle yeah. with the intelligence vibe, you know? Yeah, and nothing yeah. I've also found um, in regards to people who are actually geniuses, like um, my ex's dad, mm. he was a legit genius it came to physics and science and shit like that mm. he could do it bang in his head he was a practical physicist but also did a lot of theoretical physics mm. as well and he could sit there and work out incredibly compl complex physics-based equations to do with shit which involving all sorts of insane crap including imaginary numbers in his head <laughs> and shit like that i also met a guy who is like a leading maths genius as well and the thing i've again through him and the thing i found with people who are that intelligent 
they have nothing when it comes to common sense. Oh, yeah. Completely. Like, literally, he was the most lacking in common sense I've ever met. This is a guy who would use his lawnmower, like one of the sit on lawnmowers, like it was a fucking tractor to move shit around his garden. He put a fucking cast iron <coughs> bench on the bonnet of it. Like the wooden slats, but to be fair, that's not, bad. So, that's not that's not no. Bad. But that thing weighs a fucking ton. You're putting all that weight over the or that thing that has no suspension, very low clearance, and then driving across your lawn and bouncing around with it, holding onto it with one fucking hand. Yeah, and it's just like have a knife. No, what the fuck <laughs> are you doing? You take it apart and you move it in pieces. No, no, no. I'll just chuck it. On the, it's not. And he actually referred to it as a tractor. It's like. It's a lawnmower. <clears throat> it's not designed for doing like that a, sort of shit. If you just got like a, uh, a fucking trolley thing you could attach to the back. Yeah, but literally, like, there'd be stuff which would be like just general common sense, and he just wouldn't know what to do. I think the thing is that like people are so squishy, right? Like we're all very malleable, and we can yeah. kind of do a lot of stuff with us. So the idea is like, what are you trying to isolate here? Are you trying to isolate? what the result is how intelligent are you is that the result of your upbringing and all these other factors that might increase that value right like and then make you better at certain things and maybe you're taught maybe the way that you Mm. view problems might help or are we looking at this as a baby or not even a baby let's say but then when do you start developing i'm getting going in circles here just because it's like how many different factors are we actually talking about here well none of us are biologists or scientists or actually understand how the brain works or psychologists so you know it's all amateur Hoi polloi. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read some shit on the internet, so now I know it all, so fuck well, you guys. Well, it's just that. I suppose, I suppose it's, just, uh, it's just discussion, really. It's yeah. just, you know, we're not, we're not certified. We're not stating facts one way or another. We're stating opinions. I, I, like, oh, yeah. I like the fact that there are, there are educational psychologists out there that really do know a lot yeah, about completely. education works. Well, I, find, like, I, I actually find um, uh, social economics are really interesting subjects. Like mm. I, th- uh, the beginning of Zeitgeist moving forward, mm. the social economists that they have talking on in there, I find that a really interesting thing from a psychological point of view. Yeah, like changing like the kind of framing that you view the world in yeah. to try and find solutions that you might not immediately see otherwise. Right? Um, yeah, completely. Yeah, I just I just don't have enough faith in humanity no, to do any of those I, you, I, I I try to, I try to, but like. I, 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 I mean, every time that you start to think, oh, maybe we're not that bad, maybe we're not that bad, bam, fucking Trump's yeah, president. I, I yeah. to, boom, France is going right wing. I've been watching a load of stuff about climate change recently because uh, I realized I really didn't, I, I was just like, climate change, and I was just like, never really done that much research into it. So I started to look into it and kind of like really kind of get into the science of how, I didn't really understand how carbon does actually make the world hotter, which is why I actually started to look. Um, and yeah, it's terrifying. It yeah. really keeps you up at night. Yeah, I mean, the world, is di- the world is dying, you know? Uh, well, the, well, the world will be fine and there's like, we're nowhere near the hottest we can get or the yeah. coldest we can get. But the thing things. is, but I don't want to be that hot. For us, I would say like, yeah. I would say like, we have this wonderful opportunity of living on a hostile earth that will be able to prepare us for... The, the rest of the universe. I think what But we happen? don't need to speed that shit up. No. We can take our time getting there, right? No, but I've got... Well, what we do to the world will kill us before we kill the yeah. world. Yeah, it's yeah, the whole yeah. argument. Why is the, why is the world... <clears throat> why is the universe empty world of life when there should be infinite possibilities and all sorts of shit out there? Well, we are a back war, so that's maybe why we, we're not known about. But at the same time, it's like, maybe there's just no one out there. 
Maybe they maybe killed, it. They killed just, themselves already. Just that's what it doesn't matter how many infinite possibilities there are to get us off. Life this rock. just destroys itself. Life just doesn't get that far. It's not we we you'll always pick up so much stupid basic monkey DNA on the way up that you'll never get through the later stages of the game. You know, like uh, <laughs> um, who knows? Yeah. I mean, like, like I said, like SpaceX, them launching those uh, reusable rockets. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. fucking amazing. Elon Musk should be protected at all times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, is like... It, is it Elon Musk who's apparently banging yeah, I guess, Pam Anson now? I, I, Google that. Literally... Google Elon Musk, Pamela Anderson. Anything that he does, I find like, plausible because the, he's just... I guess the race now is what comes first, nuclear apocalypse or getting to Mars. Amber Heard. Who's Amber Heard? I have no idea. Oh, oh that's no. it. That's it. It's Amber okay, Heard so who's banging. Naomi, Naomi has just popped her head in to let us know that Elon Musk is banging Amber Heard, who is Johnny Depp's ex-wife. Thank you, Naomi. Didn't, this is gonna, people are going to be upset by what I'm about to say. But didn't Johnny Depp get a really bad severance deal from the divorce? Yeah, he yeah, didn't do a he prenup. Was and now Allegedly. she happens to be yeah. one of the world's mo- most rich men ever. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, am I, am I a dick? Do I sound like a dick? I don't I know. sound like a dick. I don't know, because I, I can't... That's all I, I know about her. I, I, I honestly bad. can't comment on it, because I don't know. I don't know enough about what happened No, I of, don't care enough, no, to be honest. No, uh, the only place I've heard any information from is from listening to Doug Stanhope. Okay. Uh, on this podcast, because Stanhope and bitch, Depp right? is are really close friends. Yeah. So he thinks everything that she's saying is absolute bullshit. And so he's very much team Depp. Yeah, <coughs> and that's the only place cares, I've heard any though, information man. regarding it. Really, who cares? No, I don't. I, 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 I'm so kind of the only celebrity gossip that I actually ever give a fuck about now is what's going on in the world of WWE. Yeah. That's it. It's like, oh, what? Oh, Vince did what? Vince? Oh, oh man! And that stuff about Paige's pictures being released oh, broke so my funny. heart, man. Yeah, like, um, oh, that poor girl. I can only imagine what that must be like to have. Like, I can't. Be- I can't believe that fucking the New Day and Xavier Woods made a joke about it on fucking Raw. <laughs> I think it's new WWE though. They yeah. they can do that, and I think yeah. it's. I think it's good. They're better for it. I do find it really amusing though that the after joke it, was terrible after it, all, after it all came out that they changed all the NXT belts. Did they really? Yeah, they've cha- they've changed all the NXT belts. <sighs> I mean, like there was a big load on it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like you got to think Asuka's had that belt for two years next to her head. Everyone's kissed that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think that was yeah that was that was bad. But then I I think that she was like her whole leaving WWE. Well, she's not. She's still technically what? employed by them. She hasn't wrestled for the name. No, she? no, she's been on. Uh, well, I think was it a wellness pol? Yeah, was it a wellness policy violation? Yeah, it was. It was that whole party. Remember? It was two wellness policy violations and then she had neck surgery. There you go. Two wellness <laughs> policy violations and neck surgery. Ah, oh, the wellness See, policy. Na- oh, Na- the, Naomi the is our is our podcast's Google. <laughs> was it like? <laughs> was it Eva Marie? Eva Marie had a wellness The Mexican spot. guy. Uh, Alberto Del Rio. Alberto Del Rio and Paige. Husband? Yeah, they're married. They're actually married. Yeah. I know that she got a tattoo of his name. Yeah, no, they're married. I hate to be a cynic. No, I, I just don't think, think that marriage is going to last too long. Oh, I don't know. I think they're sweet. They seem to be really into each other from what we I just, I just don't know nah, Del Rio. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, because they're keeping her on because of the whole uh, movie that The Rock's making about Paige's family. Oh, my God. Did you not know about that? 
The Rock's direct, uh, directing a uh, <laughs> like a biopic about Paige's family because the Knight family is actually a really legit his, yeah, his I know story, the story wrestling family. Yeah. yeah. All right. And it's going to have like some really random people in it as well. Cameos. Um, no, like, okay. I, the, this is actually worth Googling because the, the cast list is fucking mental. Um, the Rock movie. Isn't she from Norfolk? Yeah, no, no, Norwich. Norwich. That is in Norfolk. Yeah. Okay, sure, sure. <laughs> Norwich. Oh, there's beef. Whenever, whenever someone brings up Look East, oof. They always talk about Norfolk rather than uh, Cambridge. Norfolk is effective. Like Norfolk, Norfolk is effectively this country's Florida man. Yeah, there's a lot of UKIP signs up. In- yeah, no foreigners though. No foreigners. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think they had loads of migrant workers, didn't they? Like Fetford, I think, had loads of migrant workers. Yeah, like the a lot. Oh of yeah, Stephen ones. Merchant yeah. is uh, writing it. Really? Yeah, I like the old Merch. He's all right, man. Oh yeah, definitely awesome as Wheatley. Wheatley, Portal Two. Oh yeah, he's great in Portal Two. Yeah, he is good. Yeah, I, I liked Nick him from the Nick Frost is playing her dad. Nick Frost. Uh, the fat one from the oh, time. He's Peg. amazing. Yeah. Oh man, he's awesome. I like the fact he used to just be washing up tables and like you know being yeah. a waiter and stuff, and then he didn't believe that. What was it? Uh, space that he spaced. did with them. Yeah. Well, him and because him and Simon Pegg have been friends for years. They worked together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is that's what that's the thing. That's why the chemistry between them is so good. It's because they're actually really good. But friends. I like him as in serious roles. Like the guy's got a really good range. Like he's, mm. I don't know. I find him really interesting. I find him honest. Honest. That's yeah. what it is. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, that film's being <clears throat> co-financed by WWE Studios as well. They always make high quality products. Oh yeah. Well, so there's a rumor going around that they're going to make a, a biopic movie on Vince's <laughs> life, and it's going to have things like he finds. Um, like some re- he gets wrestle- rescues wrestlers from prison and things to get him them to fight for the WWE. What? Like this is how he founds the. W- it's just batshit. It's got stuff like about. Uh, apparently, there's a bit in it where Stephanie and Shane, as kids, get bullied at school and they beat up the bully and are all heroic and shit. It sounds bonkers and out complete. It sounds like. Is it funded day. by him? Yeah, it's WWE. Like it's a rumor at the moment. It's all. It's just going. Is it going to have? The, I um, hope they make it. Yeah, I hope it has um, a scene on the um, steroid case. Oh, of course oh, it man. won't. All that murder that happened. The one that Vinny Mac wasn't involved in. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's this? What he? The rumor was that he helped one of the wrestlers ditch his wife, didn't he? Oh, you think about Jimmy Snooker. Maybe. No, no. I don't think Vinny was ever involved. There was no rumor about Didn't that. Didn't he try but... and cover it up or something? They're, I mean, they've never talked about it and they've never, they've, you know, like, so they still don't mention it even though he was found guilty. Even because he's dead. Right. Everyone, I don't know if he was ever officially found guilty, but I everyone knows he's done I it. I think there's more, there's more down that little trail. Uh, I, I don't know. I've never, heard, uh, I've never heard any a relation to Vinny Mac. I'll have a look moment. later and see if I find Yeah. Um, anyway, um, I'm trying to think. Well, I think we should cut to the um, cut to the break. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, we've been going for like an hour and twenty. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Enjoy the next song by Insert Song Band. <laughs> I'm not going to insert the song band. I know you're not. <laughs> 
I'm just going to put it in the show notes. Um, actually, before we go though, uh, a couple of th- couple of well, I say we go. We're going to come back and uh, give you give you a bit of a rundown on uh, uh, plans going forward, I guess, and um, uh, blah 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 details. De- 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 mm, fucking hell! Wow. You wow. just completely fell off the cliff there, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I know, that was terrible. I started to get talk. worried that you may have been having a stroke. Um, no, what I wanted to mention, um, what we're going to talk about when we come back is the D&D podcast and where that's going and <sighs> yeah. the Sounds thing that you're... Great. I know, it's, it's, yeah, it's been really fun. Um, uh, but before we cut away, actually, I wanted to mention um, we have a merch store. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh if you go over to the ramblingvapors.com um and then there's a little drop down thing at the top above where all the uh shows are listed. Um if you go to the merch page, um I'll link directly to it in the show notes. But yeah, we've got t-shirts, hoodies, caps and a bag. Yeah, and if you buy any of that stuff, please take a picture of you wearing it because I think that's going to be like amazing to yeah. see people I didn't wearing think of that. It's it's cool though, right? Yeah, it's I mean like if you a... if you did, just t- um I think that looks good stuff as well. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's pretty good. decent stuff. I, I I would that that one t-shirt is very pricey, but it's kind of badass to have. Oh it. yeah, uh, yeah. It's, so we've got one t-shirt on there that's ridiculously expensive, but I put it on there largely because I I I want one. Um yeah. it's it's um it's a uh, so any like pro gamer t-shirt so like the team jersey type t-shirts like kind of like football t-shirt type material kind of silky-esque uh with our atomizer logo on the front and then our big kind of normal branding logo on the back it's like go team rambling vapors yeah i i just i just want one so you know but yeah i mean the t-shirts like do you do mugs or anything uh no no it's just apparel at the moment mug maybe yeah I'll, I'll look into it and see what else they've got on yeah. there. Uh, so basically, it's, 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 uh, it's done like through a... So it's all the printing is done by another company. It's like a franchise store type stickers. thing. Stickers? I don't know who would buy stickers. Ah, stickers, stickers are cool. Stickers. Give away stickers. Yeah. That should be something. Good. Yeah, I might look at getting some oh, stuff from that. Dude, you should make competitions happen. Uh, I, well, I'm thinking about doing that, actually, because what I'm thinking mm. about doing... Um, is making up a load of juice and then running a competition for it mm-hmm. to just give it away for free. Mm-hmm. Can I uh, enter? Sorry, <laughs> no, I would also like to enter. <laughs> you um, know, you know, I can't legit have you guys win because it would be it one would thing be... before we go that there's so where I work, I won't say too much about it. Yeah, but they yeah. were giving away as part of one of the the channels that we run free tickets to go and see a football match. Okay? Oh, cool! So the two guys that were running graphics in the gallery both entered this competition. Okay, and did they win? The next day, they get both get phone calls saying that they've won, and the entire time one guy thinks it's a wind-up because why would they both get phone calls yeah. right he just thinks the whole thing's weird anyway the producer comes in later and goes yeah both of us won we think it's a wind-up and the guy goes nah man nobody entered like, <laughs> literally <laughs> literally they gave away loads of tickets and there were pretty much everyone that entered won a ticket like two tickets to go and see this really big game between i think it was man U versus arsenal or something wow ridiculous. and it was just like yeah so there's certain certain places that you can go to i.e. bookies, and if they run a competition, just enter it. Just <laughs> enter it. I mean, like, you know, not that I'm encouraging to hang out in bookies, but uh, yeah, turns out you can get some pretty sweet loot pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> really funny. <laughs> yeah, it was. They literally, I was laughing with them saying, you're going to show up at the ground and like present your ticket and it'll be like a fake and your girlfriend would be there and it'll be like really embarrassing. I was winding them up and stuff. But no, it turned out to be completely legit. That's so fucking funny. It sounds so dodgy as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. some guy phoned you. Oh, yeah, you won the tickets. Yeah, we're posting through to you. See you later. Don't make any plans on Saturday. And he had already cancelled meeting his girlfriend's mum that evening. So imagine if it had been like... A wind-up. It would just destroyed him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that's fucking brilliant. Right, so, yeah, I guess uh, we'll be back after this short musical interlude, whatever it turns out to be. Maybe I'll just sing. Oh, God, no. No, I won't. I won't. Um, No offense, you're tone deaf. Well, yeah, no, I know I am. I I make no bones about it. (laughs) But I can DJ, so it makes up for it in some kind of shallow, shallow way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, yeah, we'll be back in about... uh, however long this song is. Peace. Uh, yeah, bye. See you soon.
and we're back. We're back! Yay! <laughs> so, truth, 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 cards. We didn't go anywhere. No, exactly. <laughs> we literally just stopped and started. Normally, we go and take it. We go have a, a little Weirdly, break. They must have been listening to music for longer than the break actually was. Yeah, yeah, yeah completely, definitely. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed music. You'll never get that time back. Yeah. Um, uh, we, we are che- we're stealing minutes out of your life. Yeah. Sorry. While we just <laughs> sit around and stroke. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What, why did you use that verb? Know. That's so it was weird. Literally, just the word that popped into my head. You could have had any Anything, other word. Any other word. Yeah, Sit. Yeah. yeah. It's because I was stroking my beard at the time. <laughs> I was just like stroking my beard, and I'm like, stroke. Uh, I wasn't stroking anything for the record. Yeah, no. I, I often sit and just stroke my beard. Like I, I ponder things and stroke my beard. I like. I feel it gives me an aura enough, of intelligence. You've had enough stuff now for someone that's really good at editing to take it out. I really like stroking. <laughs> that's it. That's all that there is. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, we'll come back. Uh, just kind of life. Like so, it's been a bit of a while since the last one, but that's because we we looking at a secondary podcast venture um which is um a D- we've talked about it previously so we're playing D myself bungle uh naomi and mr pitark you should let people know what D is they do oh I've, we've talked so oh, okay. D we've talked about it previously so D t- tabletop role playing um we're not actually playing D we're playing a system created by ian um so it's really cool. It's really good. It's really good. Um, but the, the the it's been taking a while to get the actual first episode out because we I decided foolishly to add sound effects. But it's so good. It's, yeah. yeah, it's, it's so uh, good. Like I listened to a little bit of it earlier, and it's just like man, like it's I've listened to, like I've started listening to different D and D stuff yeah. online with very funny people and all that stuff. But there is a a, a lack of polish or kind of losing my. I was. I'm. I'm going to be listening, despite knowing all of you. I'm going to be listening intently and going to be having a great time and laughing along with this little trip, man. It, it's gonna. It's gonna be awesome, and I can't wait to listen to it. Yeah. So we'll hopefully have the first episode out very, very shortly. We're coming to. So Mr. Pitock is now kindly helping me with the edits. Mm-hmm. Um. So we'll have that. That's actually going to be on a separate channel to this. Uh. Now we've decided. So we actually have um uh secured rambling capers uh for the podcast. So once it comes out, I'll link to it in our normal rambling vapors um stuff and i'll shout about it on facebook and instagram and everything so everyone knows where to find it um actually thinking about getting a new domain which is going to be rambling media as a kind of overarching thing so there's there's a there's a a a third podcast idea that i'd kind of i'd is mentioned to Naomi, beard stroking one no no i mentioned mentioned it to naomi and it's basically me and her talking wrestling I, yeah, that would be cool. Um, and well, like the the preliminary name I have in my head is um, intergender tag match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's been worse it's prob- names. There's been worse names in WWE history. Well, intergender that. tag match is a legitimate match type. It's a Russian iron chain match. Well, no, like <laughs> they literally do have intergender tag <clears throat> matches. That's legit. Well, John type. Cena and Bella and, and yeah, Miz, Miz and Maurice and Maurice. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. an interge- That is what. So it's either that or it's just going to be wrestling, rambling, or rambling wrestling. Uh, you, you should definitely find there must be some vintage, Ram- terrible names that they named things. I'd look through those. There yeah. must be one in there that's uh, terrible. So that's that's another idea for a podcast that I like. I've got. I'd have to fit in around the other two, but it should be easier if it's just me and Naomi. You should, and the idea you should just call it the Bra and Panties Podcast and just have <laughs> loads of like creepy dudes. 
ah, oh, they're going to be talking about bras and panties. <laughs> just be like, no, nah, it's actually about wrestling. Um, but the, 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 like I say, whether this happens or not is 50-50 at this point. It's a concept that I'm playing around with ideas about. Uh, but the idea we would do, we, what we do is we'd release one after, um, well, it depends because it, it, we, the theory is we release one after every major WWE pay per view. Um, so or every WWE pay per view, which that's every two weeks. Yeah, that's what I realized. I was hope when I came up with the concept, it, it was uh, under, laboring under the misapprehension that they would be slimming down the amount of pay per views no. to one every four weeks and alternating uh-huh. between Raw and SmackDown because that's what the theory was. That was the rumor mill going around you leading needed, into WrestleMania. But you need a team of people just to keep up with the amount of wrestling that's going on right now well like, the main we'd focus mainly on wwe but we'd still touch on new japan but dude, even Ro- in wwe i know you got nxt you got nxt raw, raw smackdown, smackdown. raw and smackdown pay-per-view would feed into the weeks. pay-per-view so that would it wouldn't be covering everything though it'd be like either that or we'd do like one a month as a just a monthly roundup of what's happened in wrestling throughout that month yeah what about um, uh what about uh what's it called the little fellas the- roh yeah or do you mean New Japan and you'll no. be very racist about Japan? No, 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 no. <laughs> there's a British ITV are going to be doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The world of sport. Uh, yeah, it's world of sport, uh, I think. I just, bring about, and not, it's got wrestling. So I, no, it doesn't. What I'm interested in is the WWE British show that they're bringing out, the weekly British wrestling show. Oh, they actually show. are bringing yeah, out yeah. a British British show. Right. Yeah, and they're going to do a uh, t- women's tournament, like the Cruiserweight tournament oh, in the summer. Just, I'm really, okay. I was about to say I'm not really up for more wrestling. I'm really up for the women's uh, tournament. I think that would be. I think the for years the women's game has been like where it's at, and I think it's it's so good. Yeah. Like, well, see, you're saying you're not up for more wrestling, but you pretty much watch WWE, and that's it. Uh, that's not completely true. No. I, I watch like a lot of stuff, but I also watch I, I watch a lot of stuff about wrestling. Okay. Right. I know it sounds dumb, but I suppose because you're quite new into it, you've got a history lesson there as well. Well, I don't give a. I don't get. It's one of the things I find incredibly frustrating about being a new wrestling fan. Yeah. Is the obsession with the past? Well, it's it's not really an obsession, but it's it's you know charting the journey. Oh my fucking god! Though some of the shit is just like really like. Fuck man, no. I I I very much I I am very much of the belief that wrestling right now is the best wrestling's ever been. I would agree. Um, you know the <laughs> attitude era, the attitude era has had amazing characters and is lauded. But the quality of the wrestling, wrestling wasn't very not, good, though. No, no, there were some great matches, yeah. but I would say the problem great is talents, WWE but... creative are still idiots. Yeah, completely. Um, and they don't know what to do with. I mean, like the, I would say the WWE roster's never been this good. Yeah. Definitely, right. definitely. The bookings um, all over the show, and I yeah. think one of the, so uh, Naomi was telling me actually, um, there's a there's a theory going around, and it's like a fairly strong thought theories. Mm. The reason a lot of uh, NXT people don't make it when they go up to the main roster is they're sabotaged by Kevin Dunn because Kevin Dunn hates NXT because NXT is a more pure wrestling thing, it is. and Kevin Dunn hates pure wrestling. <clears throat> Who's Kevin Dunn? He's the lead camera tech director for wwe oh. he is the guy behind the scenes does you know when the crowd gets muted when they bu- yeah, boo yeah, Roman? yeah that Kevin guy Dunn, mm-hmm. the toothy face buck tooth idiot of wrestling <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh, but yeah so that's the idea for the the other podcast like it's still early concept idea at the dude moment. back to the D thing yeah that's Can't wait let me know when you release it immediately it, it's Can't gonna it's gonna be up it. pr- it'll be up very very soon um just i think i think if you've got any like an interest in 
generally hearing these guys talk more because they're funny or well i mean we're actually talking. putting on character voices but, and everything in this. but the ian as a, ian as a dm yeah, is like yeah. really really great yeah. like the effort that you're going to the audio I, i'll forewarn you now just back from going through the edits and listening back like both mine like, i i pointed out during the podcast did you both, get racist no no both no both mine and bungle's characters effectively turn into cockney christian bale batman yeah i always find with the accents you tend to go to very strange places very quickly yeah. when you're trying to do it yeah. right um, yeah i remember I, I when i was doing like that half ogre half human and i came up with it being polish yeah it was like man i just what how did this oh how did this happen am i gonna have to keep this up the entire time because it just seems a bit well do you know what's even harder is podcasting while keeping a voice up for Mm. the like throaty soreness yeah throaty throaty soreness is all i can say about that (sighs) as long as it's a journey there right let's only go over some fun doing d &D. oh yeah definitely that's it it is uh, so far the story has been incredibly fun to go through yeah so. we've 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 yeah we've only done two sessions got two sessions recorded so mm-hmm. far uh we're doing another one next week uh, uh probably be the week after okay the week after we've got cky next or week. or as i like to call it just destroying all of ian's hard work that's what we basically do yep. when we play D with him he comes up with these really elaborate incredibly detailed multi-layered like incredible things and then you go i'm gonna set fire to the monkey and it's just like oh god damn it like you just like oh man you guys that is just the thing yeah we do just blister and burn our way through everything like oh yeah some of the combat in the first episode is great uh anyway yeah uh we'll i'll I'll keep i will post and keep that stuff updated once it does come released and shout about it everywhere so anyone with even the slightest interest can check it out um yeah, in the meantime i think we'll be back again soonish hopefully thank you very much for having me yeah it's been again. a pleasure again dave hopefully thanks for coming dave coming yeah. um all the way from milton keynes milton keynes i can't wait to get back there for this night so cool times um yeah uh, also for the future episodes we may have some new guests coming because uh, a couple of other friends have expressed an interest in coming oh benny uh, benny really wants to come on uh, mark wants to come back and uh, mark wants to come back yeah. and uh, i'm trying to persuade tully because <laughs> i think that's going to be hilarious <laughs> yeah i think the problem with having tully on is that no one will see how good looking he is <laughs> true because there's an awful lot about tully that the shit that comes out of his mouth is ridiculous but then you look at his beautiful face <laughs> so all well, is forgiven how can you be mad at that face? you can put yeah. pictures in the show notes yeah no just do yeah that the when, podcast comment. You just remember he looks like this it's okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> in fact, we'll he's just, coasting through he's life on his never learned no one's ever frowned at him before yeah. he doesn't know what it's like for people to be angry at him it'll be the only episode that has a doesn't have the rambling vapors logo as the logo on it yeah, yeah it'll just have Tully's, Tully's face, face. <laughs> like a little cheeky grin like you're the special one in the room yeah he's like oh don't be mad at him it's like a puppy <laughs> a hot puppy oh he's gonna love it he's gonna love it when he listens to this Anyway, yeah, we'll be back shortly. Uh, I say shortly. We'll be back as soon as we can. Um, And in the meantime, stay strong. Vape on. Love you. Bye. See, that was an outro. That was an outro. You know, you don't have an intro. That was a really good outro. It's usually stay safe. (laughs) It's usually stay safe. I've said stay safe. It's either stay safe. Do it again. Do it again. It's either stay safe or stay strong. So it's either stay safe, vape on, love you. I like that one. Yeah, I think the 
the say strong it, but we all it, to be honest it, it's we always we always end with a love you and kisses yeah i think love you and kisses is good i think say strong sounds like stay strong man. yeah like just don't give up just one don't, more day I, it'll, be, it'll be all right don't do it right. today just wait one more day it might be oh better. god can you imagine if this was like a samaritan's podcast oh, man don't do it don't do it it will be better you will you will never receive oral sex in the afterlife <laughs> just <laughs> not trump's you afterlife you might oh. receive oral sex while you're alive that might happen so just yeah. stick it out i mean it could definitely happen if you pay for it yeah <laughs> anything oh. can happen if you pay for it oh just gotta pay life. enough yeah. oh that would that's a no, what a real downer for the end of the show i feel sad now yeah sorry <laughs> anyway yeah so stay safe give someone else oral sex that's a better way to do it if you're really depressed yeah as your last action on earth go and give someone else oral sex they will appreciate it and they'll show you that like you're doing a good thing for the world yeah all right well there you go that's, that's, a positive, that's, our, part, yeah. that's our parting mark don't kill yourself go out there Go out there and give, give oral go sex. Go down on someone that's a nice human being. Yeah. Go out, go out and give oral sex to people. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. Safety first. <laughs> oral sex with a condom. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Dental dam. Dental dam. Dental dam. Dental dam. Oh god. Okay, yeah, we're going. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Well, I hope you've enjoyed our time together today on this tumultuous journey through minds so distorted they barely qualify as such. Please do join us again in another time, at another place, for another glimpse into the profoundly strange and fascinating world of the Rambling Vapors. Release. If you would like to contact either Nero or Bungle with comments, suggestions for topics, or just to say hey, please drop them a line at ramblingvapors at gmail.com. But be prepared, as your sanity may come into question upon reading their response.